The following podcast contains strong language, graphic violence, nudity, questionable visual effects, and a total lack of effort. Viewer discretion is advised. If we survive, I'll show you everything. Four guys and a Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Guys in a Movie, the podcast about movie snacks and all things nerdy. My name is Gay Ops, surrounded by these other Joes. <laughs> Heavy Dookie. Jobra Commander. Nanotechnology. Snake Guy. And we did... Something. A movie? (laughs) G.I. Joe. (laughs) Rise of the Cobra. Uh, Yeah, we saw G.I. Joe. That was from 2009. Now, Joe, I assume you've seen this movie before, being a G.I. Joe fan. No, I saw the trailer, and I was like, no. Smart man? (sighs) I don't know why you'd be so choosy. uh, Anything in the 80s, they're like, hey, we made a movie. I'm like, no. (laughs) Like any of the like the toy franchises, I'm like I don't I don't it's it's not gonna be good, or you know I, I at least start with my guard up. I might might relent to see it during a uh, podcast, for instance. Mm-hmm. If I'm forced to by a podcast, were there any that worked? Like maybe Lego Movie, if you count that. There's a Lego GI Joe. Uh, the t- the Ninja I Turtles just- movie. The original Ninja uh, Turtles movie. But that, I'll at least oh, watch that. But that also... That's... Yeah, I just meant that one. The cartoon kind of came out like late 80s, early 90s. The movie came out late 80s. It's not quite the same, I don't think. But I, I guess that counts. I mean... Any movie made in the past 2000 about a toy franchise from the 80s. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I enjoy the shit out of Masters of the Universe. It's not a good movie. But that's, that but was I made in it. the 80s. And that's... Well, yeah, that's... And you're uh, wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. It's not a Masters of the Universe movie. That's not... It's not up to think too hard and yeah. leave a lot no, of dead air. But all right. Yeah. yeah. If you come up with any, or if our listeners want to write in with any, or argue for cases of some mentioned or whatever, then you're wrong. <laughs> but write in anyway. John, you've seen this before? I've seen it before, but uh, I didn't remember jack shit other than disappointment. <laughs> Brick, you've seen this before? I actually have in theaters. Wow. But by mistake. <laughs> so there was a double feature monster movie and we were hanging out in the back of the theater after the double feature had ended bullshitting about the movie and then they started playing another movie they didn't look to see if anybody was there and we were like okay. it was J. I. Joe. They didn't and it was this <laughs> and i was like okay and I kept being more and more annoyed that I was still sitting there watching. I think they were playing that to get you out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I remember that the goddamn particle accelerator Texas. office and jumping out of a window and 
you should have dislocated your shoulders grabbing onto a helicopter. I, I remembered being mad at this movie, and I'm still mad at this movie. I am now just picturing those poor theater people that are like, the movie ended an hour ago. All these nerds won't leave. Start playing G.I. Joe. <laughs> Get them out they're, of here. They're probably fans of G.I. Joe. This should infuriate them and make them want to leave. But boss, the, the projector will commit seppuku again. <laughs> At the very least, by the time we get to the Black Eyed Peas, most of them should be gone. Now, Tony, uh. as I usually do when you and I watch movies that have an established mythos, mm. how accurate was this movie to the established mythos? Isn't that pretty much what we're going to discuss for the Yeah, Every, the yeah. Just opening that up. <laughs> just uh, Spoiler alert. Um, very and not at all. <laughs> both yeah, somehow both. Time. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I will also just throw out a, a little probably surprise to everyone at this table, including the person in question. But I saw this movie not in the theater. Uh, I believe on the recommendation of Rob. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob is giving an expression right now, like, "Why did you listen to me?" <laughs> no, he's giving the expression of, uh, "Did I see this? Let alone recommend it." <laughs> that genuinely is my thought. Yeah, I figured it would be. Uh, I mean, I have seen this movie before. Yeah, but I would recommending it's not really. Hmm. I, I, <laughs> what were my exact words? I, I, and was I holding my dick? <laughs> I believe we are on the phone, so I can't answer or, that second part. Yeah. Or had you had several margaritas? I think one of your Optimus Primes was holding your dick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. So that I can't have been telling tales. I, I, you know, <laughs> my. My brain is Swiss cheese, so I can't say exactly what you said, but I believe it was just kind of a, you were like, did you see the G.I. Joe movie? And I was like, no, that looked like shit. And you were like, I saw it. It wasn't that bad. So now if you want to know if Rob's fucking with you or not, you're like, put your dick on Optimus Prime and <laughs> yeah. say that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you Swear on the Prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> Tony, what else do you know about this movie? It's, <laughs> it's good. Uh, so yeah, officially, this is GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra from two thousand and nine. As already said, uh, directed by Stephen Summers, who <laughs> we've done before. With I'm sure you won't be surprised considering the cast of this. Uh, did the Mummy and the Mummy Returns? Mm. He also did Van Helsing mm. and Catch Me If You Can. Not a good one. Uh, uh, there's also a whole lot of nonsense that can be found on the internet about this movie, but not that's actually informative, other than a bunch of people got hurt doing this, a bunch of people were talked into doing this, physically and emotionally, um, a bunch of people were talked into doing this for their kids. Were they blackmailed into doing this? Yes, Possibly. to get their kids back, he mentioned. <laughs> yeah. uh, did did like, any person actually do a stunt in this film? It looks like they were all computer generated into no, scenes. Mostly the ladies. When they were yeah, it's a bunch, oh, okay. of, a bunch yeah. of programmers' fingers. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. I'm a good severe cases of carpal tunnel. <laughs> 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 they just had like a conveyor belt of 
poor animators with crippled hands going through. That's why it was so bad. <laughs> we need another one. Send him out to the wood chipper. <laughs> See, and again, keeping the tradition of the old mm-hmm. cartoon alive. Yeah. Just a bunch of exactly. animators yeah. with broken hands that get shoved away. The art director with a whip. Uh, Sienna Miller apparently wanted to do this movie because, uh, quote, uh, it didn't involve having a breakdown, being addicted to heroin, or dying in the end. It might be fun. What? <laughs> Which one was that now? The the Baroness. Okay. Like she did, her career is just kind of like okay. more more dramatic roles, I'll say. Um, I feel like she might have been disappointed when she actually knew what this character was going to go through. I'll go back to <laughs> dying of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, this has to be fake, but someone said on uh, IMDb, which is a question already, that originally there was a post credit scene where Snake Eyes tells a joke that uh, they decided to cut. <laughs> if they're doing it Kenny style, I, I'd kind of be okay with that. <laughs> Oh, Snake Eyes, you're hilarious. I thought it was kind of racist. Well, that's the Um, thing. That's his thing. He he just whispers racist slurs (laughs) under his breath. (laughs) That's actually why he took the vow of silence. Yeah. It's a court order. Well, no, they put the mask on him so to, to, yeah, to, yeah. to mute him out. Yeah. 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 It's just a constant stream of filth under there. Like sewing Deadpool's mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so do you want to guess the budget this movie had? Uh, the, probably that's an interesting high. call because like, it looks like a lot of money was spent, yeah. but it looks like not a lot of effort was Purchase? How much, how much did that? they spend uh, vacuum forming Snake Eyes DSLs? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Well, because, yeah, like like Joe said, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. There's a lot of CGI. <laughs> but it all looks like trash. Yeah. <laughs> it, you, can, you can spend a lot of money poorly. Yeah. It's yep. like. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to add in, but yeah, it was exactly what I was thinking. Like, money was spent on this movie, just not in the right spots. I, I'm just going to go with a hundo. Yeah, like. I'm going to go 120. I'm going to say, like, this is post Transformers. They were high on that shit. I'm going to say mm-hmm. 200. Wow. Mm. I, I, I could believe it. Mm. 201. Oh. Space Odyssey. Went the wrong way. It was uh, 175. Oh. wins. Oh, I got it? Yep. Wow. That's a first. You guys were really close with that, though. I uh, want to guess how much Too it much. <laughs> it got a ah. sequel. I mean, again, Somehow. because of blackmail or because of box office sales? Oh. <laughs> yeah, also, just a quick thing to throw in when trying to do research. A bulk of the other bulk of uh, information I found was. All the interviews where people that were involved in this said they hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did any of them return in the sequel? Just curious. Briefly. Um, I don't really remember any fanfare about this movie. And I, given my reputation and I was like, this is bad. I would think that it lost money. So... What uh, what are some of the other things around time? So uh, the Transformers came out the year two years prior, but I mean like released like that would take funds away. Oh, I I uh, didn't do that research. Two thousand (laughs) nine. A lot of other forgettable stuff. Uh, Probably a Harry Potter. 
Of some kind? I don't know. Some sort of Harry Potter. One of them Harry Potters so, of some kind of I'll just, I'll guess a uh, uh, hundred million. Mm. I'm going to go, uh, go 200 again. Just we'll just move this a little. 250. Get this going. <clears throat> 201 again. 302. Oh, <laughs> that is Yay. not okay. Let's celebrate. Oh. Celebrate, celebrate. See Joe twice. Um, okay, so Joe, unless yeah. Tony's got some more stuff. Oh yeah. <clears throat> just let's get this thing. this cast list done and out of the way because we got some food. Food's better than this movie. <clears throat> Snackums. Snarfums. Little thingy wingies to put in your mouthy wellies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, District Nine came out. Mm. Oh. <laughs> This is a great podcast. <laughs> We're all fucking staring at our phones. So yeah. did, no, so so did Watchmen. I reached oh. for my phone and I'm like, let me look up IMDb. And I was sent a cast list, which is very nice, by a uh, mysterious benefactor. Mm-hmm. But he sent me the cast list for, I'm guessing, the second movie. Okay. <laughs> no. Jack, you know what? Zach Galifianakis starred as Snowjob. <laughs> What? Yeah, and no, Henry no, no, Rollins no. was Duke. <laughs> this, oh no! Th- that was intentionally fake. I wanted to see if I could get Joe to do it. Oh, That's the cast yeah. list for the Ballad of GI Joe uh, video that was made for Funny or Die, I think, or whatever. Oh, oh, I, I want Vinnie Jones's Destro. Yeah, it's like, a better cast, oh, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Chuck Liddell's Gung Ho. Julianne Moore's Scarlet. Yeah, no, this this will work. Alan Tudyk is Shipwreck. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd rather just read that cast. <laughs> um, but oh, you um, you got uh, was that a Channing Tatum as uh, yep. as Duke? You got uh, um, Dennis Quaid just just literally just phoning phoning it in. it in. Yeah, just holographing his ass in there as uh, Hawk. Wait, is Channing Tatum a football player? Uh, yes. Yep. He has a name like he should be a football player. There you go, Joe. Mm. Um, okay, then we got uh, um, Marlon Wayans as Ripcord, uh, Adalwe Akinoyu Abaje as Heavy Duty, Christopher Eccleston as McCullen slash Destro, uh, Gregory Fetusi as Baron de Cobre, uh, and a bunch of other people that don't matter. Sienna Miller as Anna <laughs> slash the Baroness. Got and Ray Park easy. as Snake Eyes. Oh, Darth right. Maul himself. What was uh what was Brendan Fraser's character name? Sergeant Stone. Yeah. Sergeant Stone. Yeah. Okay. I don't even think they could have I don't think they made him an actual G.I. Joe or uh, or if they did it's not a not a very prominently featured one. No the I believe uh, um he was supposed to be somebody but he was the wrong like ethnicity to be said mm-hmm. person, so they were like at the last minute, just like a uh, makeup surgeon. When stuff. has that stopped yeah. Hollywood? But you you, you could have just thrown an orange jersey on him, and he was bazooka. Like it's not yeah, hard. Right. The GI Joes are fairly just generic. Don't name uh, yeah. him. Just whatever. Well, that's a yeah. he's not named in the actual film. Well, we'll just call him Whatchamacallit. That then. may have been by speaking also, of. Oh, wait, uh, just quick. Uh, because I looked it up as well. Some of the movies that came out around this time, uh, we have Gamer, 
is a great one. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> District 9 is already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, regular 9, the, that... Uh, Tim Burton. Oh, the little... The, the, the puppety puppet. things. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> uh, Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie one. Uh, we got G-Force. That is also with Zach Galifianakis and some shitty gerbils. Anyway. Wow. Guinea pig, sorry. <laughs> That's a... Bad cinema lineup. Yeah, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, uh, mm. Harry Butter, Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Mm. Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, oh, Jennifer's go. Body. Yeah, Whip It, Funny People. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, that, it was sure. just a sad year for cinema in general. Well, that was not the, a great time. That was the strikes, right? Just like today. Oh, that might have been. And get ready for more of that. <laughs> yep. Coming soon. I mean, Disney was pretty much there already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just no longer using writers. Guys, we had a... We did a thing. A tier list uh, recently that you should check out. It's on our YouTube page. We have a YouTube page. YouTube? With YouTube stuff on YouTube. it. Mm-hmm. I think it's YouTube. called 4AM Podcast, hopefully. So search, search for that. Just type that in. I think type it's called 4AM Podcast, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. You'll see our logo, our little, our little yeah. dice. Uh, type in stuff that happens at 4AM <laughs> to YouTube. See what happens. Yeah, it happens in vapors. Couldn't possibly go wrong. <clears throat> anyway, so we did a candy tier list. And it turns out that like none of you have had whatchamacallits before. <clears throat> at least not in like a couple decades. Yeah, I think yeah. many of us had, but no one could remember what the hell it was. Okay, well. I remember the commercials. I got some. Here they are. Sweet. So we're going to get them. Send them around. And I also got a mess of thing. A Frankenstein's monster, if you will. Hostess Ding Dongs plus Twinkies mashups. Okay. I'm trying to do this. Yeah. Need some help? Sort of, no, just trying to do it away from the microphones. Okay. Without crushing the candy bars. Twinks and dongs go well together. Yeah. I mean, especially when you got <laughs> some good cake behind you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we chocolate call bar. that ding twinks? Uh, no, we shall <laughs> Wow. 230 calories per bar. Just... What? Put it in your mouth. There was fat chat. Put it in your mouth. I've seen you eat before. your motherfucking mouth. I do like that it's displayed prominently on the front like this is a, a bonus feature. Mm. <laughs> this will get you fat real quick. That's the Surgeon General warning right there. Uh, flavored crisps. All right, it's mm. going in. Hmm. So enjoys this noise, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So this bar, it, it, did air. it has strength, like, cause I'm like, I don't think I could talk with this in my mouth. Yeah. Just make it go. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, it's pretty damn good. It's not, it's oh. not bad. That'll do, Piggly. That'll do. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't know why I've been sleeping on this for so long. All right. Hmm. Is that why they're warm? Yes. So now that we've all had a refresher, where would we put it on the, the tier? Is there a solid B for me? I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I'm not ready to to A or S it yet because I don't. I've only had the one, and it's not like. Oh, yeah. that's it. <laughs> but oh, um, it all night. Yeah, it it's 
No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I might actually put it on an A. Mm. Okay. So big up yeah. to whatchamacallit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. <clears throat> yeah, well done, whatchamacallits. And now for the the uh, twinkings. Twink dongs? <laughs> Twinkle dongs. Twink dongs. The twinkening. <laughs> So enjoy some Franklin wrappers. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about our dear old friend S. Well, S relented. He told us to keep eating. That's true. He loves it now. Yeah. It's the only thing that gets him hard. All right. Presentation-wise, wow. <laughs> this is a hockey puck. Yeah, well, that's the Ding Dong's kind of formula. Yours at least is completely covered in chocolate. No, mine's, mine's still missing pieces. Oh, okay. There, yeah, why does it have mange? There's like <laughs> an, an Achilles heel sort of spot where its mom dipped it in the sacred chocolate waters. It <laughs> dipped it, all right. Mm. Going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the patchy bits make me nervous. No, I'm good. Flavor's okay. Texture, not so much. I've never really been a fan of the Ding Dong, like, it's rigid on the outside, but then you bite into it, and it, like, it doesn't collapse, like, it squishes, like, it's foam. That's what she said. (laughs) It's memory foam. Yeah. The cream is a little different, too, right? It's not like like normal Mickey cream. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of a chocolate-covered donut. Kind of. Yeah. It is kind of like an Entenmann's little donut. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'd rather have a Twinkie or a Ding Dong, though. Or what about a Whatchamacallit? Well, yeah. no, I'd, I'd definitely have... rather have the Whatchamacallit. Yeah, yeah. Whatchamacallit. Like, I would let this sit at the bottom of diabetes and rot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, maybe... It's going to join all the fucking sour patties. It's half Twinkie, yeah. Joe. It won't rot. Yeah, no, it'll be there forever. <laughs> yeah, it's coming for you. It's coming back up like Bane. Mm-hmm. It just forms the base to... Present the uh, the all stars of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the all stars of foundation. Yeah. No, I mean it's not it's not absolutely terrible, but mm. I mean, it's I can only at best do a C. Yeah, that's I'd say mid C. Like it's like yeah. dead dead solid at C. I didn't enjoy yeah. biting into it all that much. Mm. It was fine, but grade wise, I'm I'm kind of with Joe. I'd I'd be a little kinder on it, but. <laughs> I'm going to finish it because I'm a pig. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm finish no, you, you finish what you start. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen. We're gross. Sorry. Speaking of finishing what we start. <laughs> yeah. I have some unfortunate news that at this point we have to talk about G.I. Joe, <laughs> Rise of Cobra. Cobra rose for like 15 seconds of this film. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I put I my zipper back yeah. up after that. Yeah. It didn't, my Cobra didn't really. Rise at all. If there was any rising, they need a hell of a fluffer. This is not. Uh... Oh, wait. If we're talking about dicks, like mine retreated, like my sack pulled up into my body to, like, <laughs> you know, defend against a groin shot. Like, it was so low of a staff, yeah. it was a submarine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't want to start so this. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it's like old. Times for some reason. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. First, we get the we get the generic. Like you remember how in the nineties there was like that as like the text would go across the yeah. screen. The, it would always be that oh, green text. Yeah. Yep. This one we get the like. 
as like these text things are flying on the screen and you're like, I, movie stop. <laughs> and then it's like France 1641. So I'm like, why did we just have like the high tech? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, the high tech like forged credits or whatever. So now, yeah, for no reason, we see some Scotsman. Uh, he's been selling arms to France. And, you know, I'm guessing he's been selling arms to Britain or whoever the enemy was. So he's selling arms to both sides. Uh, his punishment, instead of being killed, he was given a scorching hot iron mask. And uh, then he's we Dr. Doom cut to the not-so-distant future. And I'm like, yeah. we didn't... You, you literally, you could have just told us that happened, movie. I didn't need <laughs> yeah. to see that. And yeah. later on, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fucking why not? And also, they, you know, you throw a... MST3K bait in there with their not too distant future, and then you're just like, Well, I guess I'll make fun of you then, movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> only we're gonna do that anyway. We're, we're at the NATO weapons symposium, mm, and we yep. see this uh McCullen guy, also known as the NATO fun and gun, but go on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, he's selling the nanomite uh weapon, which is fired from like an RPG. And it can eat, like, uh, all the metal on a tank. Uh, and then it, it'll never stop unless you tell it to. And each Bad. warhead only has one, like, kill switch thingy. Sex robot. Sex yeah. robot. And that only has a limited range. I'll never stop. Yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm like, why, why are these weapons, like, who cares? Like, th this weapon doesn't do anything that, like, other weapons don't. That was basically what uh, Dennis Quaid, who's, <laughs> uh -huh. like, the, he's in his full, uh, like, dress uniform, is sitting there. I was like, Dennis Quaid is not impressed. No. <laughs> no. He's, he's just, he's already trying to figure out if he can get out of the contract. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, why did I sign up for this film? And you're so okay. There's four of these weapons have been made in Kyrgyzstan of all places. Yes, that not even NATO. No, totally <laughs> trustworthy place to make yeah. a really it's a powerful great weapon. spot to to build these. All right, and so I could already tell, like this guy, he's obviously a bad guy here. You know, I didn't know if he was going to be like you know, Cobra Commander or not, because I'm like, they got the Destro vibe with him. But I'm like, whatever, he's our bad guy. He's Scottish, it's a dead yeah. giveaway. He works for a <laughs> weapon manufacturer, um, and he works, you know, for Cobra. We don't know that. The movie hasn't told us that yet, but you could just flat out tell. Yeah, so well, I'm he's like, Scottish, oh, just yeah. like the douchebag that mm -hmm. was so, selling the arms to both sides in the flashback. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we could put it together. So my thing, I'm like, why, why isn't, like, if he knows how to make these, why isn't he just making them? Mm -hmm. Like he, there's some sort of elaborate plan where Aston look like NATO lost the weapons or whatever. I'm like, mm -hmm. at this point, I was thinking, does he just not have the resources to make him on their own? But we see later on in the movie, we're like, no, he he could have made these on his own. So I don't understand his whole plan here. Well, it's funny you mentioned so, the plan because I I don't think I understood any dialogue in any of this entire mm -hmm. movie. So the plan was that he wouldn't look like the bad guy. So if he stole him, then he'd be the bad guy. But if NATO effed up, then he wouldn't be the bad guy, but he could come in and save the day. But, I mean, he could have he could have just been like, we were hit by industrial espionage. A smooth criminal. Yeah, smooth criminal. Michael Jackson yeah. came and stole him. Mm -hmm. 
No. Either way, if we start questioning shit like that, we're going to be here all day. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, we're going to be here all day. <laughs> oh, um, quick note, just because this feels like mm-hmm. a, a fun time to mention it, and I was just reminded of it now. But uh, oh. apparently, Stephen Summers took uh, a lot of uh, time and energy into creating all the technology for this movie that he thought could really exist oh, in so, about 10 to 20 years. Yeah, Mountain Dew Tide Pods? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this movie takes place in 2020. <laughs> Just <Yep>. in delicious <laughs> snack form. Like, that's just, that upsets me as a futurist <laughs> that he thought that any of this stuff would exist. And then he spent a lot of energy on it. Not just that it would exist, but it would exist within 10 to 20 years. Yeah, it just... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be turning invisible. Let's just... I mean, well, we kind of have that technology now. Do we? It just doesn't well, make of. any sense for any of the situations they that showed it, it in. Yeah. It's like, hey, and then it's in, never used when it'd be super useful. Combat. No, not ever. Nope, never. So there, there is actually a cloaking device. That effectively does what they describe. No, we know. But we have TV. The cloaking device? We're going to get off the rails here. But I'll just point out that these writers don't know how ice works. (laughs) So, like, don't expect them to know how technology works. Again, (laughs) super accurate, super inaccurate. Same time. Don't know how, but they are. They just are. So... Basically, the um, we meet Duke and Ripcord, and they're like they're in charge of protecting this case that has all four of these warheads. It's being transferred out of Kyrgyzstan to somewhere in a in a vehicle. Yeah, in a little vehicle because you know doomsday weapons. They don't need. They don't bought them. Yeah, yeah. That's well, how that's how that happens. All like it's Kyrgyzstan, so it's not like there's a fucking airport nearby or anything like it's basically what you have to do also not like there's you know warring tribes that would ambush you on the street or as a normal practice i forgot the name of it but it's basically a member of russia's security organization that rivals nato oh Um, or an orangutan prostitute (laughs) okay so anyway so you got a convoy. It's got two Apache gunships escorting it. You got some other, you know, light vehicles, um, some transport vehicle named the Rhino. And uh, it gets attacked by a Transformers. Like, a, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a UFO type thing. I mean, it's, it's a VTOL, but it's, it might as well just be a UFO. Yeah. My, my note is UFO that fires dubstep cannons. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> aggressively dubsteps you. Which um, is like a... Yeah, it's it's throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's everywhere. And so throw gun, right? Yeah. We Yeah. I, my, so one of the first things I yelled at the TV is I was like Cobra fires red lasers and it was firing the blue lasers. Like that's just a basic fuck up. No, it was firing dubstep. <laughs> yeah, but it it's got to be the red dubstep yeah. at least. It's Does dubstep, dubstep only come in one color? It's a yeah. dubstep remix of I blue missed. by I So, so oh. this technologist probably reasons that air has water in it, not fire. So yeah. it would be blue, not red. So yeah. either way, <laughs> this thing dubsteps both Apache helicopters out of the air and they crash right in front and back of the convoy to mm-hmm. like quasi box it in. I'm yeah. like, oh, that, well, that was convenient. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, they they only knew how to how to like download the 
helicopter model. They didn't know <laughs> how to actually manipulate it properly. So wherever it landed was where it landed on screen. You know, ironically, like <clears throat> of all like the weird vehicle fights, this is probably the better looking one. Because at first I, I wasn't in this one super questioning the special effects yet. Mm. There were a few points with the Apaches where I was like, all right, they're not there, but that isn't that bad. There was a lot of stuff going on. There were a lot of points where you're like... Well, later on, I'm like, nobody... Is anybody actually on a set? (laughs) (laughs) We're building up to it. Does any of this actually exist anywhere? Um, All right, but... uh, So the the UFO lands, it deploys a Baroness, and immediately I'm like, that's not the Baroness. (laughs) (laughs) This is a dominatrix. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like... Like, John's girlfriend made him a more authentic-looking <laughs> Baroness than this person. That's because yeah. I made the John costume. made it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we but, I mean, made the costume. But, uh, you're not a film <laughs> studio is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and originally you made that costume for you. you just yeah, I just, <laughs> I just oh. misjudged the size and couldn't fit oh. in it. My tits are too big. But one of, it's, it's literally like, you know when we say we could have done this better? It's like a person at this table literally did, did this better. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So multiverse armory yeah. on Facebook. Check it out. So I believe she could do the accent better too. Buy Probably. Some shit. Yeah. Not that Sienna Miller tried. No. I don't think. No. Um, all right. So the Baroness and some generic bad guy troopers with dubstep guns. They're <laughs> bulletproof. They're beating up the soldiers left and right. Um, you know, the Baroness has her like her dubstep pistol that's blowing everything up. And, like, this one pistol is powerful enough to, like, knock a Humvee or, a, or AMRAP over or whatever. But I'm like, that's actually authentic to G.I. Joe. That would happen all the time. Yeah. So at this I'm point, like, that's though, okay. I was kind of like, why do you need the missiles? Yeah, because you, you have this just same take over. Yeah, you could take over the Earth anyway. Like, yeah. Like, you were, they were literally bulletproof. Um, and they have a UFO mm-hmm. and a dubstep gun for each dude. Uh, so we find out immediately that the Baroness is actually Anna and she takes off. She can't just remove the sunglasses she's wearing at night. She has to like Iron Man style touch them. So they disappear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cooler. That's I guess. Um, Because it has to represent technology we would have today. They didn't completely disappear. They just turned completely transparent. transparent. Yeah. Which we do actually have that technology today, well, we, to be fair. Yeah, not but we wouldn't like use it for this. Not, yeah, not in sunglasses. So, for conference rooms, you can actually push a button and it'll yeah, completely opaque out the windows. Yeah, yeah, so true. she, like, you're immediately, you're like, all right, Baroness and Duke didn't have a thing. It's not, like, we don't need a, a romance subplot. Yes, we do. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's it. Um, and it looks like, no, you, like, you remember that, uh, that time when, uh, before the Joker killed Bruce Wayne's parents when he was dating Harley Quinn? <laughs> I don't know. I assume that happens. No, that's all nonsense. Okay. <laughs> With Batman, I'm like, I just assume it happened. Right now. <laughs> damn. In, in one yeah. of the multiverses I mean, of Batman. Yeah. I, I can't say you're wrong, but damn. So anyway, um, they almost get. Like, Baroness almost steals the case, but Snake Eyes comes jumping down from the skies. And, yep, you're like, all right, he's got those lips. I think Snake Eyes back in the day had the lips, but that's, of all the things you didn't keep, why did you keep that? It's like it's stuck off George Clooney, Batman. Here's the thing, and again, this is where it's like, like, how do I explain how accurate this is or whatnot? 
Snake Eyes, the original Snake Eyes toy had the lips because it was just a shit-ass yeah. toy that they painted black. They, they couldn't yeah. afford they just, to paint it. So. Yeah, they yeah. just took, well, they could afford to paint it, but they couldn't afford to they, sculpt it. Sculpt it, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, he yeah. had the lips, but then, like, immediately, or in the cartoon, in the comics, in any other iteration, they were like, that looks stupid, let's not do that, and <laughs> just but gave also, him a mouth plate. If you're gonna not talk, why put lips on your <laughs> yeah. face? It makes it even more upsetting to everybody else, so they feel his pain. And someone at least should have been like, oh, his lips are frozen like that. That's why he can't talk. He's <laughs> just, he's got to no. eat, eat through a straw. I was, a, <laughs> I literally thought. <laughs> that was what I said. Like, that's why he can't talk, is that yeah. mask There sucks. is a slit in there. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah, I was going more with like a, you know, he gets used as a fleshlight once in a while. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just his gimp suit. Yeah. <laughs> So I legitimately like, thought I, I either can't or don't talk, but the lips are there because they will open if needed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a techno golem or something. Because mm-hmm. why not? Now, at this point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had Cobra had those. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the bats, I believe. The bats. Um, Is that there um, were? There's a lot of things in GI Joe that's a terrible acronym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What the hell are these Jason X motherfuckers that we get in this movie? Uh, nothing as far as I can tell. Like they're they're calling them vipers, which are like the the, the various cobra soldiers. Yeah. Um, but like there was no nanite stuff or whatever that I knew of that at least back in the day. Yeah, I don't okay. The vipers were just like just cobra soldiers that oh, they yeah. gave the specialist training to. So like the ones that are for the mountains are like rock viper and the ones that are hmm. for um, special forces nighttime infiltration are night vipers. And That's why I was like, that. did I miss a part where they explained these were like somehow bats or something? But and for no, snake, I don't, snake pit I don't fighting so, or right? viper viper. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, this movie they're neo vipers and we find mm-hmm. out about them later. All right, so... Um, we see, we got heavy duty leaning out the side of this thing with a minigun. We got Scarlet at a really, with her really dumb hand crossbow thing that fires homing arrows that you can, you can lock on through like watching a video and like, you could just click a guy on the video and be like, hit that right in his eye. And it, it does. Um, Such skill. Yeah. They're smart arrows. Mm-hmm. She, put, she put the thing in game journalist mode. <laughs> yeah. Game genie. Um, and uh, what, what was the other one? We have uh, Breaker and... Uh, oh, they had names? Yeah. <laughs> the, you, um, I didn't know that was Breaker till the very end of the movie, they say it. Hmm. But like a lot of them, they don't say the name. Yeah, which or, one was Breaker. The um the Moroccan guy, uh, the oh. scarf technology, oh, okay. the uh, yeah, computer guy. I thought yeah. his name was Snake Rat or something. <laughs> I thought at first he was gonna be Tunnel Rat, but no, okay. mm-hmm. I guess and, not. Oh. So they show up. They defeat the Vipers. I can't call um, a Moroccan man a rat. They, Duke grabs the suitcase back. The UFO comes by and drops like a little like T bar thing for. Uh, Baroness to hold on to. We saw that again yeah. in a movie recently. Yeah, it was like in fucking, a- like the Jeff Goldblum alien in Asteroid yeah. City escapes the same way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
So, yeah, they um, they Cobra flies off, and Duke's like, I don't know who you are, but you're not getting this case. I don't know why I'm talking like Sylvester Stallone. And um, Marlon <laughs> Wayans shows up, and you're movie. like, God damn it, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> I'm in this movie? You thought you were yeah. dead. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you know. And could this be like the first Dungeons Dragons movie where you're in it for like half the movie and then die and are like good? <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so I'm like, like Dennis Quaid shows up through a hologram. He's like, look, kid, I don't care. Just you could come bring the suitcase, whatever. <laughs> He's come literally on the suitcase, we're yeah. phoning it in. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I mean, if this thing was as important as it was, the G.I. Joes would literally just liquidate these two right now and be like, oh, everyone died. I don't know what happened to the case. Yeah. And like, that would be it. But whatever. They bring them into G.I. Joe command. G.I. Joe, real American heroes. Where's their base? Egypt. Yeah. Well, they're not real American heroes anymore. They're, they're international heroes. International heroes. Yeah. No, like... I want a big stupid building with like a fucking gigantic cannon sticking out the front of it for no reason. In case the Decepticons show up. Yeah. And it come from that direction. Right. Well, they can, they can, you know, if you put batteries in, you can turn the building around. Well, the, the gun has so much range, you can fire around the world and hit behind the building. It should have a giant American flag. It did, it, it certainly had that as well. You're talking about the toy, though, not the not the one in Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> not the Chinese. Because it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them to put a giant American flag on one of the pyramids in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Because the mummy's gonna just come out of the sand and suck it right up. Yeah. So he is in this movie. Mm-hmm. He sure is. So now they're flying back to the GI Joe base on. There's a whole plethora of GI Joe vehicles you could have chosen. They chose to. Do like a shitty looking version of the V twenty two Osprey, which is just a regular plane, but like a real shitty looking version of it. And here was where I was first like, "Is that the special effects for this film? Like that's <laughs> that's bad." Like my my notes, I'm just tin foil plane question yeah. mark. I'm like, that's clearly not there. Like. I mean, and, like, it would have looked better if you were just, if you just had a model plane on a string and you superimposed it over the, the ground. They could have just used the fucking toy. Yeah. It would have been better. Yeah. Well, but that's my point. Like, that's not a G.I. Joe vehicle. There was well, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's they, a whole bunch of flying troop transport things you could have chosen from. The dis- All you had to do is scan the toy. Yeah. <laughs> the disturbing thing about the, like stainless steel non-painted fuselage look that they were going for there that's the the starship thing that musk is spacex really is Mm -hmm. designing and it's stainless steel because it's supposed to be cheap and i'm like i really hope it wasn't based on this Really hope, really hope. <laughs> I, but you can't be sure. Yeah, but that's again. It's they They seem to be wanting that's to fun. split hairs, mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, well, we we want a GI Joe vehicle, but we want it to be, uh, you know, actual technology that we have." We so, want the Blackbird from X Men, but it can't be black. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah. So they're like, "No, we're we're gonna take uh, this real world vehicle." Paint it something awful, or give it an awful coat, whatever you want to call this uh, mess, and then we're you know in our head cannon, we'll call it the same name as one of these GI Joe vehicles, even though it's a no one will ever know. It's a reboot. It's the next model. 
Sure. Yeah. Just see like a retaliator it's or just, something. Yeah, it's Fucking just like, why? Any of those? Who is? Anyway, so, all right. We, we, we see that and I'm like, oh, this, this is kind of sad. We land inside this giant hole in the desert in Egypt. <laughs> that's, that's the movie in general. Yeah. And um, <laughs> my life in general. Yeah. Oh. And like, so we go into the pit, like G.I. Joe's base here. And we're supposed to go down this whimsical elevator ride where you're supposed to see all these gigantic rooms with cool stuff happening. And you're just like, this is awful. Like, this does not look good at all. There's a wonderful fiery balls of explosion underwater. And I'm mm. like, mm, oh, no. <laughs> uh, they're not mantis shrimp. They can't do that. What is happening here? But, yeah, there's like a whole underground pool where they're having submarine wars. Mm. Yep. Um, sure. and, well, they're showing off the uh, – Water world stunt spectacular. Mm -hmm. Well, they yeah. that's where they practice. They have to show off the sharks that they are used later. Mm. <laughs> By the way, those sharks do not look anything like the GI Joe sh vehicle shark, but whatever. But we um, also need to get in a cameo from what was it, Wet Dream or something? What? Wet dream? I don't know. Wet pants? What was it? Wet suit. There was wet suit. Yeah. Are you trying to tell us something? <laughs> How many it's, wet dreams did you have while watching this film? Less, uh, less successful training partner, hot pants. <laughs> yeah. And no wet dreams while watching Still better than skid mark. Still better than skid mark. A couple beforehand. <laughs> Giggity gaggity me. All right. So. Well, when skid mark comes around, that's when you want wet pants because. <laughs> Yeah, so we learned that, you know, okay, there's G.I. Joe, um, you know, it's an elite group of soldiers, blah, blah, blah. Like, they all right. say they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, we learned they have access to all the this high technology, like optic camouflage and the Delta 9 uh, accelerator suit and all that. Oof. Delta and, 6. Or Delta 6, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got the Delta 9 and then, accelerator suit. <laughs> yeah. We go... Uh, over to meet General Hawk here, and, uh, you know, we have to figure out what's going on with this case, uh, and because knowing's half the battle, he says. And I'm like, you know what, movie, I'll give you that one. You got my nostalgia up a little bit. Uh, no. That's no. the no. corniest way in which that line could have been used. No, sure. oh, it, it could have been used way worse. Uh, Originally, yeah. they had uh, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man coming out and saying mm. it, but... Well, no, that's the um, other thing. Like, I, I feel like there was a time... Stamp of some kind, like every 12 minutes, we got to do something. Like, you get the knowing oh. is half the battle, real American like heroes. A mm. um, I don't even remember some of the other ones, but they're like, yeah, it's just like, okay, in another 12 minutes, we'll get the next drop. But some, I think there was one about the Kung Fu grip. Like, oh, Jesus, guys. I did not notice yeah. any of they that. They worked that, yeah, they worked that, like, they jammed it in yeah. that scene. It's like when, so when. Marlon Wayne's is first meeting the rest, like the GI Joe team. The Joe whatever. team on the plane on the way to the base. He oh, reaches I out about that. He reaches out and he grabs that dude's hair. <laughs> he was gonna touch yeah, the other black guy's yeah, hair. So, you know, I forget what he, he said something he really. Said, yeah, he said like, "Oh, you have you you have like real feel hair." Oh, and I'm like, no. you just 
That's how you do. That's what you go for. Well, that, that was when he was all like, like morphine. Yeah, and yeah. the guy grabs his hand like, "Don't touch my hair." Yeah. And then he's like, "Ooh, and kung fu grip." <laughs> you told me on yeah. TikTok that's racist. You know, now that you mentioned it, I remember hearing that. I don't remember recognizing what those were. And it's because wish... they used to have real hair and kung fu grip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, I can definitely get this line in the movie without it sounding creepy as fuck. And they did not. (laughs) No. They did not. This guy's sitting there typing up the scripts like, (laughs) this is how I met my girlfriend. (laughs) So he just just grabs his head. So now. (laughs) He's a comment about his hair feeling real. This McCullen guy, the uh, weapon manufacturer, he checks in holographically. He's like, all right. Uh, Dude, there's like no real person in this movie. No. It was a hologram. <laughs> he's, he's like, all right, put in the code so I could open the case and like holographically touch the warheads to know they're okay. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 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 Sure. Because so, movie. Now, um, I will say currently you do have remote capabilities that are kind of like that without the hologram. But anyway. mm-hmm. So, what we don't know is that's actually because he's a bad guy. That was activated the code that uh, reactivated the tracker on the case. Because beforehand, the um, the tracker on the case uh, was shut down by Breaker, who was smart enough to know that the case would have a tracker they'd be going after. So now the tracker is reactive, and I'm like, what the fuck is the transmitter on this tracker? They're like a mile underground. <laughs> Yeah, like where's where's this signal going? They're a mile underground and also underneath a tank that's big enough to hold attack submarines fighting each other. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, so now McCollum's like he we see he's on a a plane with a hologram of Baroness. He's yelling at her for not getting the the things because he's the warheads because he's like it was supposed to look like NATO fucked up. Got me a sandwich. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want to touch you, but you're a hologram. And Storm Shadow's like, yo, I'm in the room. And then Zartan's like, yo, I'm in the room. <laughs> but but like, keep, keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zartan is just like, keep. keep. Yeah, don't. Don't stop. Don't me. worry about me. <laughs> I want you to know I'm here, Storm but Shadow. I want you to stop. This is just like an emo K-pop guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so we're like, okay, there's our Cobra bad guys. Um, they go over to this Cobra undersea base. And I'm like, it's dumb as hell, but in the G.I. Joe sense, it checks out. Because Cobra had all kinds of shit like that in, yeah. on the G.I. Joe show. It makes no sense in real life where it's like, you built that under the ice caps Nobody without knows. no one noticing. Um, I really wish they had said, oh, it's it's under the Antarctic ice mm-hmm. caps. That yeah. would have been perfect. Um, so... We we learn we see now at the time what I thought was a trash version of Doctor Mindbender because I'm like it's Doctor Mindbender why doesn't he have a curly mustache they didn't say what his name was at all so I'm like okay he's he's got to be Doctor Mindbender because Doctor Mindbender did this stuff but he doesn't have a curly mustache and he looks like uh, he does have the monocle uh, he has like, the monocle coming out of his face mask but he. Yeah. He looks like a Keanu Reeves kind of, and I'm like, that's not Doctor Mindbender. Turns uh, out it was not Doctor. Are you Mindbender. talking about Gary Oldman, Joe? Uh, well, I'm talking about the sort sh- of guy. <laughs> yeah, that. who is yeah. very clearly Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. 
Adam Driver. Despite somehow not being Gary Oldman. Each of us recognized him as somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) See, I saw the hair, and I'm like, that's Keanu Reeves. But anyway. (laughs) I um, I do see it with the hair. I saw Gary Oldman, and I said, that looks like Gary Oldman. I agree. Um, But I do believe they uh, they also, I guess, just to add to the confusion, because I believe, as Rob mentioned, this probably wasn't, you know, definitely an intentional thing. But uh, I believe they just keep calling him the doctor. Yeah. So we learn about the Viper soldiers, uh, the first batch of them, through nanotechnology and intense mental reprogramming. Um, they are immune to fear, immune to pain, immune to morality, immune to remorse, uh, and they can be bitten by cobras and force the poison out with their nanites. With their mutant healing factor. Mm-hmm. So Just they cobras. don't, but the mutant healing factor doesn't push out bullets. We find that out later. <laughs> yeah. Those kill them fine. Just in case they ever need to get bit by cobras, they're good. Yeah. So also to clarify, it is just cobras. It is not other snakes. No. It is not like spiders or you know if you inject them with anything else. Imagine mm. for a minute. At all. I think that was mm-hmm. supposed to be implied. But they can you also have the technology yep. to do these these mm-hmm. nanotech things. Why would you bother using a body in the first place? You could just, yeah, just make one with nanotech and then... Yeah. Because then they would get sued by James Cameron. Oh. Wow. So before, like back in the 80s when nanotechnology wasn't a, a mainstream thing, like the bats were... Cobra was like, let's just make a robot trooper that's <clears throat> universal and modifiable and mm-hmm. doesn't feel fear and we can change its weapons around and all that. Nanotech. And that's, yeah... Basically, what what that would be, you know, with with nanotech, would be even more efficient. But anyway, so and again, them seemingly getting the idea from the comics, <laughs> but falling short of what yeah. it should be. <laughs> so thank goodness that these things, um, you know, have good body armor, and that GI Joe doesn't have a round that consistently can shoot through them. Because uh, like, troopers. if you're immune to fear and pain, you don't really have much incentive to take cover, get out of the way. You'd do much like of anything. British infantry during the civil, uh, the revolution. Yeah. Um, so Which, again, is yeah. kind of fitting for Cobra. Well, it's that it's that thing when when you see everybody making a super soldier and that that tired plot line where you're like, you know, you get rid of fear, and I'm like, that's a that's not a good idea. <laughs> like you could lessen it, but like that's that's not going to work well. You know, same thing with pain. But anyway, enough. Um, nitpicking that because we have to nitpick um, McCullen's <laughs> major plan here. Hour and forty-five minutes more. Yeah, he's got three uh, ICBM missiles there. Turns out a hypersonic ICBM missiles, um, and he's going to fire them with the nano warheads at Beijing, Washington, and Moscow. And then when the smoke clears, uh, he gets to be emperor because he'll have all the weapons. And I'm like, okay, why are they nanites though? Like, why not just nukes? You could just get nukes easier. But you also have a f- you could build a fucking undersea base. You can't make this nanite missile, but like or also, nanite warhead. He's also not trying to be emperor. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be commander. Like the well, he's the commander. To be the yeah, commander. <laughs> sure. He's trying to be in charge because he's yeah. like, I'm going to be the one with all the power. And I'm like, mm-hmm. a all three of those countries have contingency plans if mm-hmm. like their capitals get blown up. But be like, that's just like it's step one. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. <laughs> hmm. All right. And now we cut back to G.I. Joe base, and they're going through all these photo scans of the Baroness. And they're like, all right, Duke, it's been fun. You got to go. And he's like, oh, wait, I know her. I know all about her. 
Yeah, let me be part of the team. I I'll, hit that, yo. Yeah, I'll tell you how good she is in bed. <laughs> Hawk's like, well, damn it, I want to find out. So <laughs> let's do that. And out, David mid. Copperfield. And we we turn out that you know she's Baroness, not because like she was a crazy. <laughs> she couldn't have children. Yeah, not just a crazy <laughs> Baroness that like fell in with Cobra and was genuinely evil, like she was in the cartoon. Nope. She's a Baroness because she's been on assignment to marry a Baron who has access to a particle accelerator in Paris. Mm -hmm. um, For the nanite. To activate these nanite activate warheads. Um, so Storm Shadow's there, and he's like, if that guy t that's that you're pretending to be his wife touches you again, I'm going to kill him. But she actually <laughs> is his wife. They are married. Yeah, they are yeah, married, yeah. yeah. That is literally her husband. And she, she's like, well, it might be a little hard to do this assignment if you fucking murder the dude before we finish needing mm -hmm. him. Um, right, then what? Well, it goes to... We find out that Duke, four years ago, um, was going to marry Anna. He asks to marry him. And, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt runs in. You're like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> he interrupts the proposal. And he's like, don't worry. It's so much worse than you can imagine. <laughs> I thought you were just going to be in the past and die. And then she nope. started to hate you and fell in with Cobra. And that you was going to be. Nope. I wish it was that bad. You wish. And it, it was even worse. Um, so, all right. So then Marlon Wayne shows up and I'm like, why the fuck are you here? Like, why is this flashback happening? I don't care about any of this. Like, just stop. Cause he had to be there to take the picture that caused the flashback. Yeah. Right. So he's like, okay, you can marry me Channing Tatum, but you can't let my uh, brother get killed. That's the one thing. <laughs> my nerdy. I'll marry you as long like as my brother and... who's. Happens to be a fellow member of your <laughs> elite group. Point of the shaking. <laughs> it was a little mm -hmm. shaking. Uh, so he also he's like pretty well decorated too. So as far as I'm aware, you don't get decorated for being shit in combat if you're <laughs> well, going to be deployed into the field. Uh, well, it's a different time. <laughs> you know, sadly, some of that happens, but oh. um, yeah, I'm sure. Like it, it also depends what those medals are for. Mm. Like, a lot of those you can get just for you know participation, essentially being there for a while. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, everyone so, gets a medal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you call it? We're now uh, at the training montage where uh, we we learn about the Delta Six accelerator suits, mm. and you know oh. I'm like. I saw this in the trailer, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> but when I saw this part, I'm like, all right, that's reasonable. It's powered body armor. It's got, like, the Gatling submachine gun hand is dumb, especially now that you know that Cobra is immune to, like, most small arms fire. Mm -hmm. Why you wouldn't invest in something with more penetration. Uh, you have, like, a shit rocket launcher on your other scary. arm. And... I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll buy that. Then Brendan Fraser shows up. I'm like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's training time. Because this is like fucking, they, somebody thought this was like fucking Clue. And they're like, We're, you know what? We don't want people to catch on too quickly to what Joseph Gordon-Levitt is doing here. So let's throw in like 50 other cameos of people. Just and, throw them off the trail. You know, 
ripcord here he's got a bit of a crush on scarlet and you're like great another romantic subplot that i don't give one shit about yeah. she does neither to start yeah yeah but and that's the problem because i'm like ah oh, fuck this is gonna go somewhere it's still 2009 <laughs> like shit I mean, I think everybody had a crush on Scarlet and Lady Jack. I mean, yeah, but, wow. like, I don't care. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not here for it's, for the romance Yeah, stuff. understand if, if... I don't care who you are. If you're mm-hmm. watching a Transformer movie, you don't care about the humans. If you're yeah. watching a G.I. Joe movie, you're not there for the romantic subplots. You're I'm not saying wrong. you can't have it, but fucking, you know, you know... What I'm watching a G.I. Joe movie. I don't care about anything. anything yeah. <laughs> that is the better way to be. Right, but, but like, the cartoon didn't make any sense. I don't <laughs> expect the movie to. So um, go, go look at like aliens, right? Vasquez and Drake, the two, um, the two heavy weapon guys in the two squads. You could tell they were, they were having all kinds of hot sex with each other. <laughs> like, you know. They were. They had some kind of romantic thing going on. You can tell that in like five seconds by the way they look at each other, and that's all you needed to know yeah. about that. And done. Move on. And that's it. Um, you know, I didn't need like a whole scene of you know these two. Well, yeah, Marlon is, Wayans painfully hitting on her. This isn't Jim and Pam, all right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not why we're here. Um, all right. So now uh, we're like we're gonna have a training montage. How can we ruin this? Let's uh, <laughs> just play it. Terrible, terrible new metal cover of T Rex's Banger Gong. Like, just, I- I'm like, movie. <laughs> Please stop. There's only no. so much. And again, no. the movie said, Oh, Joe, just wait till yeah, the end. So <laughs> you hear what we like, have in store for you. It's like, I haven't even begun. I was yeah. so distracted by the training nonsense that yeah. I, I didn't even notice the music that was mm-hmm. set to. So now. They're, they're Joes. They're, they're, it turns out, like, Ripcord's a really good marksman. Duke's good at getting his ass kicked by <laughs> Snake Eyes. He finally, I think, just tackles them. And they're like, yeah. all right, I guess that counts. No one ever hits Snake Eyes. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's not what they were doing during that sparring session. Yeah. <laughs> the teabagging was excessive. <laughs> all right, so... But then again, that's what his lips are there for. That's right. <laughs> Kiss my nuts. Um, so now Cobra, who knows about where the the case with the warheads is, they're like, all right, let's send a team in to get them. Roll my balls like snakes. And, uh, I got, I got horribly mad here, too. Like, I mean, I'm still, I was, I don't think I ever was not mad, but, um, so you see like a guy with some camels and Mm. you're like, there's a seismic disturbance outside. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should check it out. And the guy's like, ah, it's probably just a regular thing. I'm like, if you're in a fucking underground base. like In Egypt. In e- yeah, your <laughs> seismic sensors, like, if something was drilling into your wall, you, you'd fucking know. But anyway, I wasn't pissed about that. I was pissed about, like, you see these little sandstorms go under the guy. And the guy's like, whoa, watch out for my camel. <laughs> and, um... They uh they drill into the walls of of GI Joe base here in only I may drill my camels. Yeah, in <laughs> what for all intents and purposes <laughs> appeared to be Shredder's tunnel yeah. boring thing. That's exactly. So what I'm I like, said wait a minute. So I pause the movie, <laughs> and I have a pretty good memory of GI Joe stuff. So I went and I looked at the GI Joe yearbook of all the vehicles by all the year, and I'm like, Cobra never had a drill thingy. He could have at least had a buzz bore 
or something like the big buzzsaw thing that they I'm like, you went to a fucking Ninja Turtles vehicle yeah. <laughs> so at this point, instead of a G.I. Joe vehicle. At this point in the movie, we officially have one Ninja, one Turtle, Ninja vehicle Turtle and zero G.I. Joe vehicles. <laughs> and one Ninja Turtle. Yeah. The other thing about that scene that I, I, I had written a while back, I'm going to stop noting all mm-hmm. of the things that don't make any logical or technical sense. But you would think Smart. a base like this would have people in it round the clock more than just like a guy patrolling a completely empty storage room. Mm-hmm. No, everybody's in their bunks. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's sleepy time. There's no yeah. There's, no, there's no patrols. There's mm-hmm. no watch. There's no rotations. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You have 2,000 people in your base. Uh, why would you... Why would you have, you know, them doing anything? They're all in the base. So, We're secure, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, complacency, I guess, has taken over G.I. Joe. Because they get in here no problem. Storm Shadow is just walking and he's swinging his sword. And you're like, what are you doing? And, like, a guy just dies from behind a <laughs> pillar or something. And like, that guy sucked. Because, <laughs> like, a dozen things just bored a hole yep. through the wall. Like No alarm raised. Yeah. He was hiding. Yeah. He's no like, that was it. Like, I'm the only guy cower? on duty. Fuck this. I'm hiding. Walkie-talkie, nothing. He was hiding from the camera and not Storm mm-hmm. Shadow? I don't know how that works. Then I'll, get, I'll let the chick with the dead space gun get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, again, I think that was just a, like, somebody was like, you know what would be really cool? We see Storm Shadow just do a bunch of moves and then a body falls. Isn't that mm-hmm. awesome? And it's like, yeah, that is awesome. Does it make any sense? Nope, <laughs> but you're, nobody thought about that shit. You're almost there. You're almost <laughs> there to my my explanation for this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Almost there. Almost there. All right, so <laughs> Hawks Your is... explanation is, does it look cool? Doesn't have to make sense? Because, yeah, that's like every one of these fucking things well, we'll, or Michael we'll, Bay we'll get things. get to that. And, yeah. Let, let Joe... So Hawks in his office, and he's got this, like, blonde corporal secretary lady... Um, and she comes to the door and she's like, Corp, I mean, General, I have a message. I mean, a sword for you. <laughs> she gets fucking run through. And then Storm Shadow comes in and just full, like, unleashes his ninja fury on Dennis Quaid, who's just like, I don't know, and just dies. <laughs> well, well, he gets slashed and he hits the panic button that sets off the alert. Yeah. But we see... Um, his life alert goes off. Yeah. Zartan, <laughs> also by this point, is dressed as a guard. Because Zartan's only power in this movie is to just put on other people's clothes. Yeah. yeah. He's like a kind of out of shape so hitman. In the show, they never explained how it worked, but he could just morph his appearance to look like something else. Well, didn't he put and then, like magic makeup on or some shit? Maybe. And then sunlight hurt him. <laughs> Well, you know. But, you know, or you got shape-shifting powers, maybe sunlight hurts you. That's fine, you know. Sure. The toy can turn blue when it's in the sun. We got to explain it somehow. We can really kind of relate. Yeah. Did it actually turn blue? Our shapes definitely should Uh, Because somebody figured out that technology, so they were like, (laughs) let's make a toy that can do it. And then they told the writers of the show that we have a toy that can do this, so you have to figure out why he turns blue. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, like boy. the That's creative cycle it's... was literally going in reverse. Yeah, from how it should go. How that stuff goes. <laughs> uh, there are so many CEOs that have just spawned from that kind yeah. of decision making process. Oh yeah, yeah. I, again, that is one of the things I kind of uh, what made well added appreciation to Transformers mm. was literally they were like, 
we have a Japanese toy we want to bring to America. We're going to make a cartoon of it. It needs a story. So they just handed it to a guy and said, do something. Yeah. <laughs> and like the fact that we got something as coherent as what we have is a miracle. Well, that guy was like, does it have to be good? And they were like, no. no, no, no don't worry. Oh, not they said one way or another. They were just like, here's a thing. I have it on yeah. my desk by Monday. And he was like, uh, how about Autobots, Decepticons, and blah, blah, And like, yeah, just fuck. Good for him. What you got, John? Do you, you want to hear Zartan's yeah. profile? All right. Zartan. Pronouns. Pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, Zartan. He's most of the time he's a he him, but I think he could be a, it, a she her too. It's it might a they be, them. It's a yeah. they them. Yeah. It might all be on there because I'm guessing you just pulled up his Tinder profile. <laughs> yes, his Tinder. No, this is this is, this is the Wikipedia. Yes, both. Zartan is a master of makeup and disguise. <laughs> Very little is known about his background, like but he's suspected to have received <laughs> European Military Academy training at St. Cyr? C-Y-R? I don't know. Zartan can alter his skin color at will to blend in with his environment and is a practitioner like practitioner of several mystic arts and martial arts. Mm. Such as pretending he, to be a statue. He is also a ventriloquist and a polyglot speaking over 20 yeah. languages and dialects and an acrobatic contortionist all right yep. have also been known to use holographic technology and other means to disguise so um zartan <laughs> just fucks off from the from this movie he puts on another hat yeah, he literally like, his yeah. entire purpose in this movie is to set up the sequel yeah he's dana mm -hmm. carvey because could be in a little turtle man and run the fuck away. Yeah, he dressed like a guard ostensibly to get Storm Shadow to Hawk's office, but that's not even clear. And then he's gone. He's like, "Well, my work here is done. I'm <laughs> out." Yeah, as yeah. soon as he killed that girl, like he Actually, fucked off. Yeah, now that you mention it, so that whole scene, he put on a soldier's disguise to walk down the hallway that Storm Shadow and the Baroness. Walked down without any yeah. problems somehow yeah. unseen. Yep. <laughs> so right. he was just having fun. He was playing dress up. Sure. All right. So <laughs> the, the alarm's going off now. So now a fight's on. We're going to get an action scene here. <laughs> you and think we're going to get an action I'll, scene? Well, well we're going to get a scene. <laughs> um, I'll give props to Heavy Duty because he's like, I'm the guy with the guns and the explosives, and those don't seem to work well against the Vipers. But what I'm going to do is, like, I'll go right to the vehicles they use to get in here and just blow those up. Yeah. They're not yeah. going anywhere. Good plan. Yeah. Yep. Smart guy. And then he's, like, fighting a, a viper that's like, I can't really shoot you, but you don't, you know, reacting to things isn't really your thing, so I'm going to just put a hand grenade on your neck. <laughs> blow your fucking head off. Still reacts, there. though. They're not afraid. Very much looks like he was afraid. Mm. Mm. But no, he yeah. <laughs> can't feel fear. But he could scream when he's got a hand grenade around his neck. He's just, you know, he didn't want to be a disappointment and mm -hmm. fail his mission. He was frustrated. Well not, well, not to jump ahead here, but we do find out that, I guess, uh, some extreme cases can break this mind control or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I guess having a grenade shoved into your neck might be enough to break the mind control. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, now, like, Storm Shadow and Baroness are like, okay, we got to get out of here. Um, Storm Shadow's like, I'll just parkour over this rail. And Baroness is like, why do you think I could do that? I'm instead going to use my fucking stupid pistol to shoot 
like the catwalk down so it falls in a ramp so I can Legolas so slide she, down the fucking thing in a bad special effect that she clearly didn't do. And again, why? Why? Yeah. She had those shoes with the little wheels in the heels. That's she had heelys, yeah. Heelys. She's heely okay. down there. No, she could have, but they didn't fucking do that. They CGI'd it. At least when Legolas did his stupid slide on the shield down the stairs, Orlando Bloom was on wires and had a shield taped to his feet. That's kind of cool. (laughs) Like this. It was just like, no, that just CGI it, whatever. Um, Phone it in. Yeah. (laughs) So everything's exploding. Um, Marlon Wayans kills one of the Vipers by running him through with a forklift. That was pretty badass. Uh, I I like that. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are fighting. Uh, Scarlet and Baroness are fighting. Um, Yeah, Heavy Duty decapitates a man with a hand grenade. Uh, Oh, a viper's walking and walking up to do something, and uh, Duke's like, "You dummy!" and he shoots this bandolier hand grenades on the ground that explodes and throws this man across the room onto like a bunch of electrical wires, and he gets electrocuted. And I'm like, I guess he's a dummy because he didn't know hand grenades explode when you shoot them. Hand grenades don't explode yeah, when you shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> so Scarlet now uses her active camouflage and visibility to escape a grapple. <laughs> like the the probably the worst that, yeah. situation the one to use thing that, that tool. Won't work. Yeah. Every time it's always like hand to hand combat. Or like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Everyone knows if you can't see it, you can't touch it. Yeah, it's like you're literally your arms are around her, choking her with a chain. Like you just go, oh she's oh, not no, here. She's anymore. gone. Where'd she go? Where'd my sense of touch go? Like, like, I kind of feel like I got the idea of what they were trying to go for. Mm-hmm. That she was on her way to escaping from the grapple and then yeah. activated it, but like that was so poorly executed. Even I thought it was dumb. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really hope that would have just ended with like we cut to later in the battle and people are walking around and then somebody just goes like boom boom. Oh, what the hell was that? <laughs> but no, it works for about five, yeah. five seconds. Baroness just gunks her with something. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a bucket of oil yep. or something. Active camouflage canceled. Then Baroness just beats her ass, just punches her out, fucks her up. Um, Storm Shadow's like, I'll use this random jetpack thingy, which in <laughs> fairness, G.I. Joe had a ton of random jetpack thingies. Oh, like, yeah. That's perfectly acceptable. I um, couldn't pinpoint it, but I'm certain this was based on mm. some damn It was toy. also like well, totally unnecessary for yeah. use that in that situation. No, yeah, actually, I take that back because based on everything else, this is probably based on a Silverhawks or Ninja Turtle mm. toy as well. No, but I mean, there, were, there were G.I. Joes that came with their own jetpacks. Oh, yeah. Jetpack vehicles. There was a Cobra Viper that literally just had a backpack with a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, yep. they didn't care. So, um, cared about that money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Baroness just like grabs onto Storm Shadow's foot or whatever. Like, I don't know, the back blast from his jetpack, that'll be okay. That's fine. It can carry two people. That's fine. Also, um, it's like just like a hairdryer. Yeah. yeah and this fine. won't make us slower or a big She's target or anything. That. No. He's just to get blasted in the face. <laughs> but before, like, from his ass. Like, Duke was fighting a viper and throws him down this big elevator shaft. And then Baroness, a terrible CGI Baroness, flies by and, like, beans him with the Kesa nano warheads and knocks him, like, You're just gonna theoretically the down it. Well, yeah, she gave him the clap. But uh, <laughs> no, knocks him down into this elevator shaft, or so you think. And then they fly up the 
the main entrance elevator shaft and the doors open and you're yep. <laughs> like the alarm's going off. Why the fuck is that? Like <laughs> it's closing now, but like it, that shouldn't Yo, take I like joke. 20 minutes to close. Like Zartan just went through there. That's yeah. Like, maybe the Zartan opened it. <laughs> Cause we don't know how the fuck he got out. Oh yeah. Also, I think we jumped over this, but like annoyingly Duke has them, uh, storm shadow and Baroness at gunpoint. And the, she just like bullshits her way into mm. getting past him. And you like, won't shoot me. You still love me. Yeah, I was thinking I, at that point I would have shot her in the leg. Like I might yeah. like you, but yep. not that much. Uh, or at the very least, Storm Shadow is up for grabs, baby. Shoot him <laughs> right in the head. So um, they fly away onto a waiting Cobra UFO jet, and then. Um, the uh, you see the camel man who was outside before is now Zartan, and the camel man's been stabbed, and Zartan just walks away with his camels, I yep. guess. Yeah, doing that freaking whistle. Yep. He's like, "Well, I'm out." Uh, you right. know. Then I, I owed Stephen a favor. Mm-hmm. I like, just all of that just seems to point to Zartan is having a much more interesting movie that we don't get to see. So, no, it just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Thermal imaging. Mm-hmm. Probably pick up somebody who is like heavily, heavily makeup. You you would see prosthetics show up very easily, but even like a really thick foundation. Don't worry, and a base like that. Home, I'm gonna put this on 1.25 speed in editing. <laughs> <laughs> so we reach a milestone here where um, after that action scene, like this is last night. I'm like. Just like, how how much more of this movie's left? And I look and I see there's over an hour left. And then I see the next scene is Scarlet, like, in front of a mirror, looking like, you know, I just got my ass kicked. I'm doubting myself. And I'm like, Marlon Wayans better not walk in this fucking room. Oh, he's gone. Marlon Wayans walked in the room and I just, just reflex kicked in. I closed the window, just shut the movie down. And I wrote in my notes... There is an hour, 16 minutes left of this. I don't have the strength. And I went to bed. (laughs) So. Whatever they did, I skipped that scene today when I finished watching the movie. So I don't know what was said. I'm assuming it's the don't doubt yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, I I will admit that it's actually, it's not terrible. Like they... You know, both are it's good. Cliche as fuck. But yes. It's not oh, yeah. It's done. it's yeah. It's so unnecessary and cliche as hell. Mm-hmm. But like, the two of them are good actors, and like they, you know, have a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. If this was a different movie, and I might have given a shit, <laughs> would have been a different story. But yeah. So now um, we see Snake Eyes just sitting there, and um, Duke walks by, and he's like. Uh, what did he say? He says, uh, looks like we're all seeing ghosts today, huh? And then Snake Eyes, it like zooms in on him and it flashbacks to him as a kid. So the people China in this universe, if you say the right trigger word, Japan. they will have a flashback. Oh, that's right, Japan. Yeah. They just immediately go into like yeah. PTSD yeah. flashback mode. Yeah. We skipped over a few of them, but yeah, there is like a, a weird thing where like if you slap somebody on the back or something, they, they might just... Go into a whole backstory. Yeah, everyone has a trigger warning. You know yeah, what it is? Just... Is everybody's got nanos, and you have to say the right word, and then that sets off a chain mm-hmm. reaction of programming. Mm-hmm. No, gotcha. So, like, yeah, he's um in Japan. Yeah, we see him as a kid. Reasons, and he's um, you know, he's eating his food out of a trash can, and uh, you know, he looks up at this temple, and he's like, 
I can go in there. There's probably good food in there. Yeah. I'll go break oh, in he, there, steal some the food. Here's the dinner bell. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. Here's the dinner bell. Um, so he goes in the kitchen, just starts getting his getting his little thief on, feeding himself. And uh, whoever they found here, <laughs> he, he gave me a very strong Ernie Ray's vibe when this kid walked in. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, Ernie Ray's is going to beat your ass. <laughs> Even though I knew fully that's not Ernie Ray's. But um, but he did beat his ass. Yeah. Like so, borrowed from an Honestly, <laughs> like, this is not filmed yeah. well. But this is probably the best fight in the movie. Like, mm. the choreography of these two kids yeah. throwing down is quite good. Like, I, I'm actually, I'm like, I'm interested in this fight. I wish it was filmed so I could, like, see all of them in the frame. But, Having said that, mm. I love the way that this ends up playing out and love and sarcasm. Because Thief enters, Ninja Kid sees Kid says thief, and then proceeds to cause way more damage mm-hmm. to the food and the larder and the well, fixings than the thief would have. Storm oh, yeah. Shadow has some issues. He's, he's Several. Yeah, it's, it's the principle of the thing <laughs> to begin with. The principle is he was taking the food, so we should protect the food. No, no, no. By no, destroying no, no. the food. That wasn't his food, so he was stealing it. Yeah. So Storm Shadow was totally... Like, I can throw this food straight in the garbage can if I, I want to. Rather yeah. It's my food. My food. Yeah, you can't, but you can't, you can't steal it. Yeah. <laughs> I you, would, and he did. You stole, which is bad, and your life is forfeit. That's it. Yeah. It's just <laughs> also, that's how it is. My food is also forfeit. Piss all oh, yeah, over this entire buffet spread. <laughs> Rather than give just you, yeah. a, you can't have yeah. one yeah. grain of rice because you're you a thief and a cur. He called them a cur. And a cur, yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up racism. Has that ever occurred to you? So, like the the master of the temple's like, yo, he's just hungry. Um, also, this is a monastery. Did, yeah. You um, you guys, <laughs> do you recognize him with without seeing his tent taint? Sorry, I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was wondering if you recognized him without seeing his taint. Recognize who? Uh, the, the master is uh, Jared Jared Akamura from Samurai Cop. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> where no, you get to see a lot of his taint. <laughs> okay, any percentage of his taint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So more than desirable. Now, um, what's even happening? Oh, so we cut back to uh, um, McCullen again. He's he's McCullen telling. Culkin. People about the Destro mask, how it was used on like one of his ancestors for selling weapons to both sides. He's like, you know what the moral of that story is? And Baroness is like, don't sell weapons to both sides. He's like, don't get caught. Oh, we're going to use a, one of these nano warheads on France because they did this to my ancestor. And uh, Storm Shadow's like, that's cool. I have a ninja star that's a fidget spinner. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I caught the same thing. Like, God damn it. Why? He, he, was, he was bored listening to him chatter really on. combat so. the zoomies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to listen to long meetings of McCollum just prattling on, so he's, do he needs a fidget yeah. spinner to ground himself. All right, so now Zartan is, like, getting some experiment done to him. He's getting his Botox. Yeah, he's getting Botoxed. And um, yeah, know. his face is starting to recontort, and you're like, "Oh, they're gonna make him the president." And uh, now GI Joe just figures out that McCollum's a traitor. Just somehow they're just talking, and they're like, "Whatever, he's the traitor." We know now. Oh, because he's like, when he had us put the code in, that must have reactivated it. That's mm-hmm. the only explanation. So he's the traitor now. Let's let's go after him. 
Um, oh, we located the Baroness. She's married to a French Baron who's also a scientist in charge of a particle accelerator. So let's go to France, to which Heavy Duty responds with, I like croissants. That was the best they could come up with. I like croissants. I mean, that was the best thought I had while watching this. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like croissants. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah. yeah, this is very much a I like turtles. <laughs> Again, it's turtles. Because, yeah, mm -hmm. there is no other reason to go to France. Not, not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, food-wise, you got, I'd take chocolate mousse over croissants. Mm. But anyway. I, um, my guess is there was something a bit more racist in there. And they yeah. were just like, let's find and replace croissants. <laughs> Done. So Heavy Duty's like, cool, I get to put on my blade costume. I like frogs. <laughs> Maybe. And, uh, it's close I, to I, turtles. Yeah. I like the extra hairy French puss. So I, I didn't want to speculate at what was said. I'm just anyway. So um, yeah, uh, heavy duty puts on his his blade costume. And Duke has a flashback <laughs> to you know back in East Africa. He's with Jay Gordon Levitt or Joe Gordon Levitt, and they're like, "All right, you're like a battle scientist. Go in that house. It's gonna get destroyed in five minutes." His name is Rex. Four minutes by to the search way. it, Rex. Rex at Ralph. Go in there. Um, and the then, door. like, the air strike that's going to destroy the building comes, like, way too soon. And uh, he gets blown up. He gets blown up so hard, Channing Tatum gets put on wires for, like, a minute and just dangles there. <laughs> Slow motion. Yeah, it's... The explosion's supposed to be blowing him back, but it's it's sloppy. There were like, so many what? things tactically about this scene that upset me that I just mm -hmm. put my brain on pause. <laughs> I was more upset from the narrative standpoint of... Is, does she blame Duke for that? Yeah. And then it cuts to the funeral where Duke's like, I'm going to ride by your brother's funeral in a fucking Harley. Yeah. <laughs> and the then rain. look at you and drive off. And then, yeah, not stop and say anything. Like, yeah, okay, no, Harley. she's bad at him because that's yeah. a fucking asshole move. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But it's going to be raining, so you can't tell yeah, if I'm crying or not. Mm -hmm. God, there's so much here. We'll, we'll get mm -hmm. into it. All right. So now... Um, Cobra begins their assault on a uh, particle accelerator in France. The remaining senses that we have. Yeah, and um, yeah, so they yeah. they had to go. She, she spent, I can only imagine, years getting married to this mm -hmm. dude or whatever because while they could build this giant underwater base, they couldn't build this particle accelerator. They also apparently couldn't just Tony buy him out, take over his company. It didn't take her years to get him to marry her. I'm not saying it took Even her still, that long, but there was more effort in this DMs. than there needed to be. Yeah, it's just it's so like weirdly complicated. Like for, for no reason. MIT had, a, I think even UConn had a small particle accelerator on campus. Mm -hmm. Yale, I think I heard, also had one. Okay, like, but why do you need to particle accelerate you don't. nanobots? Yeah, you don't. So, you also don't have a freaking office in the middle of a particle accelerator, and that's not how particle accelerators work. Just need a Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, um, why? They so, should just put these in the microwave. Of all the, th the things thing. this nearly two-hour movie does, in this movie, a lot of things happen. They're all terrible, but a lot of things happen. Could it have maybe canceled one of the things to tell us why you need to arm these in a particle accelerator? Nope. Because that seems to be a huge liability for your weapon system there. Samaflange. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I can only assume because we, you know, have to fill time to make this a full-length movie. 
Because so, it's, uh, it's cartoon gobbledygook. So, yeah. So, like, Baroness... Uh, Starscream, go get the thing. Even, even yes. though I hate this entire scene, it still fits into my explanation for yeah. how this movie works. So, Baroness kisses this guy, you know, her husband, and then Storm Shadow kills him. And he's like, I told you if you touched him again, I'd kill him. And she's like, I heard you the first time. And then they're like, we got to go because G.I. Joe's showing up. And now G.I. Joe, they're in their, their Delta Six accelerator suits. Delta sucks. And that Cobra's, was her saying, I wanted you to kill him, right? Yeah. yeah okay. mm-hmm. And that and Cobra's like, we're in a Hummer in Paris. <laughs> How the fuck is that going to go? Not a military Hummer. Nope. Just nope. An H2. Yep. A, I mean, it's pretty much Ironhide because it's a fucking Transformer. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so... It's Paris. Like, you're not going to go any, like, <laughs> where is that going to go? Like, Through you're going to pull out and just be in traffic. <laughs> and oh, that's it. Yeah. Like, so it has a little bulldozer nano thing in the front. And it's apparently it's engine so hardcore that it can just drive under a car in front of it mm-hmm. and throw it that, in the air. That is kind of true. Uh, I mean, if you're on the highway, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, like... <laughs> You know, it would at least it would be able to push the cars out of the way. I mean, oh, certainly. Once a bunch of them piled up, then no. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, it wouldn't be able to flip them over its entire body. So this Hummer, twenty feet in the air. <laughs> Hummer's pretty badass. I, I think this Hummer actually could kick Ironhide's ass because it's like it takes missiles, no problem. Um, it's driving over cars. It has. Weapons popping out of everything, like a G.I. Joe vehicle, so that checks out. Um, no, they just stole it from Mask. What's that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, I know. They both had the weapons. Yeah, yeah. well, Mask, see, it would have turned into a fucking boat for no reason. G.I. Joe would have had a gun turret on the top, and the right. missiles would have just did been have outside. A gun turret. Yeah. yeah, it did, but no, but it would have like it would have been, been a, there a man yeah. easily <laughs> exposed on the top. <laughs> Like with no cover. Missiles just clipped. Well, he didn't need yeah, cover because nobody ever hit anybody else. Yeah. With GI Joe. So now it's hard to describe how shitty this looks, <laughs> but like Scarlet's on a motorcycle and Ripcord and Duke are in these accelerator suits, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, they're moving, but they're clearly not moving through this environment, and it's like it's like in video games where you parkour. And it's just generic parkour animation, but they never make your hands match up to, like, handholds or yeah. anything. It's just like, this clearly isn't happening, but... I believe the, you know, the phrase for that is Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Where you're like, I know what you're trying to do, but I also know that you have fucked this up somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So finally... Go ahead, John. It's just not quite right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so one... One of the Cobra goons that's in the passenger seat, he leans out and he's going to shoot at Duke or whatever. And Scarlet crossbows him in the fucking face. I was that like, was All right, awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. But then she, like Baroness, fires her uh, her whatever dubstep gun yeah. and blasts this whole crater in the road, which causes Scarlet to go flying and get caught by ripcord. Um, oh, yeah. They have a really fast yeah. bang in the middle of the street. And, mm-hmm. you know. Then... Um, this is also, uh, like, this whole time, Snake Eyes has gotten himself onto the roof of this Hummer. Uh-huh. The and the, and the bottom. Underneath. And the, yeah. Well, yeah, and multiple other things he, at the time. But he's I'm crawling starting, over this like Spider-Man. Yeah, but starting with, he's on the roof, and he just starts stabbing into it, and mm-hmm. you see Storm Shadow being like, oh, shit, a uh, sword almost hit me. And I'm just like, motherfucker, go for the driver. 
Yeah. yeah. We'll be done. We'll yep. be done. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Or like make a little hole in there and drop a hand grenade. Yeah. That would, yeah. Yeah. Like every G.I. Joe has them on their figure. But anyway. Or um, for that matter, her little like touch screen activated crossbow. Just mm-hmm. have her stationed up the road. Notice any one of the occupants and just be like, kill that one. Mm-hmm. Huh. Magic. <laughs> so either way, this Hummer gets hit by a fucking train. It gets it's thrown like through the train. air. There's yeah. no crossing. No, yeah, that's right. Just, that, I, I didn't even think about it. It's in the middle of the road. It's in the middle of a fucking downtown that, like, intersection, and it's a fucking bullet train. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't even like the train no, crossing no, sign. Just no, there wasn't even no. like road markings. Yeah, there was yeah. just nothing there. No, I really expected to see. My the God, did you see that? The train came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I expected to see a fucking coyote and like, you know, a painted on tunnel. And Also, Paris does not have over, you know, Paris has subways. The trains are going through downtown Paris. Yeah, they, ha- they have bullet trains, but they don't do that. Yeah. All right. So either <laughs> <They can't>. way, <laughs> now Storm Shadow and Baroness are fine. They're like, all right, you know, we're, we're a little bloody now and we're, we're going to stumble for a few minutes, but we're fine. We have plot armor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So now it's up to Ripcord and Duke in their accelerator suits that could run as fast as a Hummer um, to chase Faster. them down. Yeah, and um, and again, just just why with these things? Like mm-hmm. I said while we were watching it, like this movie's about GI Joe, and we take a moment just to like turn them into Mega Man for no reason. Yeah, and we couldn't have used the GI Joe vehicle here. <clears throat> like you know, as stupid as it would be. The damn, the, the G.I. Joe helicopter that the tail turns into a claw and can, like, mm. grab vehicles and pick them up. That would have I would have rather have seen that. Yep. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know, maybe just use this time in general for fucking whatever to have soldiers being fucking soldiers, not yeah. goddamn weird superhero shit. So, anyway. Um, or, you know, coordinate with the Paris police, set up roadblocks. I enjoyed watching roadblocks. an H2 wreak havoc on downtown Paris. Mm-hmm. So it's everything I wish I could do while driving <laughs> my H2 <laughs> around town here. <laughs> All right. So um, Baroness here, she's like, I'm going to um, go into this train station or mall or whatever, go up to the roof with the controls for this uh, warhead. And um, Storm Shadow arms the warhead on a rocket launcher and he's going to fire it at the Eiffel Tower. Um, so Duke comes in in this full set of body armor, you know, crazy power armor thing. And Baroness is like, well, I have an MP5. You know, my dubstep <laughs> gun's been wreaking havoc this whole movie, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to use that. I'll use the no. MP5. And that doesn't do anything. She's like, oh, yeah, I have the dubstep gun. And that <laughs> knocks Duke through a fucking building. And it's like, why didn't you just use that first? So, get, well, because shooting the MP5 is fun. Yeah, I guess. All sense of security. Also, does not shoot him. Shoots his comically cartoon, whatever the fuck this is supposed to be. Yeah. That's jumping around like a goddamn wildcat. So he catches up to her again on the roof, which is all glass windows, and she's just like, "I'll just break all the windows with the power of dubstep." Yeah. <laughs> and she hops on the plane that um. Oh, yeah, Storm Shadow, he fired the rocket at the Eiffel Tower. He got tackled by a ripcord, and I forgot how he escaped. Oh, he threw spaghetti sauce on the the view screen Mm -hmm. of the accelerator suit and stopped it that way Uh, for enough time for him to escape onto the 
convenient Cobra UFO jet that keeps picking them up. Now they have the warheads. The warhead has hit the Eiffel Tower, covers it in the green shit. Yeah, fuck that. Take that, France. <laughs> yes. Suck on that. Fuck, fuck your Eiffel Tower. And um, Do you know what the original purpose of the Eiffel Tower was? What was Sex? the original purpose of the Eiffel Tower? I am not making this up. I got this from my history of photography class in college. The original idea was they were going to put a giant fucking light bulb mm-hmm. on top of the tower so that all of Paris was illuminated. Well, yeah. Well, Paris was the first city that was electrically lit up. They didn't really... <laughs> it's a lamp. Yeah, <laughs> it's the night a giant eye of Sora. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a thing that... Like, With a beret. <laughs> there's a few other European cities that have those because uh-huh. that they were, that was a thing they were trying because they're yep. like, do we do a lot of little lights or yep. just, just do one big exactly. fucking light and yep. call it a day? Because crime went down when they started doing yeah, street lights. Street lights, yep. Although I would kind of love just everybody like walking around like zombies with that on. Like, I can't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) You just live next to it. Yeah. Back then, that would be a giant incandescent. Like, (laughs) imagine the heat it would throw off. (laughs) It would be like another sun. (laughs) So, um, all right. The um, Eiffel Tower is getting all nanited by the, the green shit. And um, Duke does this flying, like, raid and move into the Cobra jet to hit the little button that turns the nanites off. So Paris is spared, other than the huge amount of damage that the Hummer and G.I. Joe caused, you know, go chasing <laughs> them. And um, they're like, all right, Duke, well, we captured you now because you took your helmet off like an asshole. <laughs> well, so- he, he stops it. The, the nanites from eating through the, the middle of the Eiffel Tower, but not before the whole Eiffel Tower just collapses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destroys well, like half the city anyway. You got to destroy the Eiffel Tower if you're in Paris. That's oh, yeah. just ev- everything ever has done that. I mean, uh, honestly, mm-hmm. of all the targets, I'd be the most okay with that getting, getting hit. Okay. Because all of the other ones, you can't easily rebuild. Mm-hmm. All the art in the in the Louvre, yeah. All that other stuff, like you Fair want enough. to go after the the uh, the Eiffel Tower? Okay, go ahead. So anyway, um, just cut off France's penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, see that I can't help but not think when I was at Paris, right? Paris is designed so there's there's two tall structures. There's the Eiffel Tower and there's this one skyscraper way at the other end of Paris, and all the other tall buildings are in suburbs. Um, so there's the Eiffel Tower, and it's this big, majestic metal tower. But in a lot of European cities, they have billboards that are the size of, like, the whole fucking building. They just put, like, a decal over the building. Mm. So the skyscraper in Paris, it was this giant baby. And it said something in, Fran- <laughs> in French, but I don't know what the, the message was. But it was this giant, like, angry-looking baby. <laughs> And following you wherever you go, because <laughs> Paris, there's all the buildings are like two or three stories, mm-hmm. except for those two. So anytime you look in that direction, there's just a giant baby <laughs> or a giant incandescent bulb holder. Those were your two choices to look I, at. I think that skyscraper is the reason no European city other than that has skyscrapers, because everybody was like, this is fucking awful. And they ended up leveling like historic buildings for that mm. thing, and they were like, "We're not doing this anywhere else in Europe." <laughs> mm. All right, so now um, GI Joe gets arrested, rightly so. Yep. 
Um, uh, yes and no. <laughs> oh, but before they get arrested, they jam two electrodes in a viper's head, and they're like, "Don't worry, we can just read the elect the electricity in his brain, see the last few things he remembered." It's a it's a thing. I could look yeah. at it on my smartphone. I got. You don't worry. I saw this in that. Wild Wild West. Really cool science news that uh, literally just came out today. Somebody was able to do an experiment where they were able to to broadcast someone someone's brain listening to a song. Mm-hmm. So they were able to transcode the neural signals mm-hmm. of that person perceiving the song and play it out on a computer. I would freaking cool. I would have laughed if it was just like all they got was this guy like petting his dog back at Cobra Base. And he's like, <laughs> or beating it. He's like, I'm going to get you a new toy. And you know, I'll play with you oh. when I come back. And then oh. you're just like, fuck. <laughs> I want to split the difference. I really want it to just be like he's at Cobra Base just on the shitter looking at Reddit or something. <laughs> just like several minutes of him scrolling yep. slowly. But it's all dog with, pics. With, sure. <laughs> with the occasional just like... Yeah, like, I should get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, now the cops show up and arrest them. Mm. Um, oh, but the dead viper, the the electrode brain memory scan thing doesn't work as long as it should because the nanites inside him eat him. Mm-hmm. And um, now uh, they're they're in French prison and Hawk wheels in on a wheelchair, recovering pretty well from his katana wounds. They're not just in French prison. They're in like the imaginary glory prison. In Oubliette. Yeah, they're they're in they're in something. Yeah, they're in Magneto prison. I was just about to say the prototype for Magneto's prison. You guys are getting sent back to your your home countries. You gotta you can't go to Paris ever again. Rightly so. Um, we're going back to the pit, even though yeah. Cobra should have pit, but we're not. Yeah, anyway, I kind of so. wondered about that. <laughs> so Storm Shadow flashes back the pit, to... because that's where all the... Sn- yeah. Yeah, we mm. don't want the... Mm. Maybe so, that's how they were able to break into our base so easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm Shadow flashes back to, uh, at the monastery, him fighting Snake Eyes, and he's beating him a bunch of times. And then finally, Snake Eyes like, I could beat you if you use swords and I use Tanfa. And, um, you know, Storm Shadow gets real pissed because the master's like, Storm Shadow, you're, you're just doing, you're too fucking brutal, you know, just mm-hmm. calm down. You know, Snake Eyes over here, he's, he's, he's calm, he's cool, he's, you know, he's disciplined. And Storm Shadow's like, you know what, I'm just going to fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Run off and stab the master. Welcome to the dark. Why not? And then ran off. Yeah. Um, all right. So now on the tarmac, that when the GI Joes are going back to supposedly going back to the pit, they're like, "All right, we can." Uh, you know, uh, who was it? Was you Euclides or whoever the guy was from Europe that figured out that, or from Egypt that figured out the Earth was around by looking at shadows? Mm. They're like, "We can look at one shadow and figure out where this guy is in the whole world." That so is actually a real thing. Mm-hmm. They do that in open source intelligence. Yeah. So they it's not f- quite that easy. Geometry. They yep. figure out he's in Antarctica. So General Hawk's like, all right, you do have to go back to the pit. But, you know, I didn't say when or how, what route you could take. Just go fuck off and take care of that. <laughs> okay, we're going to go the southern route. Mm-hmm. See Aruba. <laughs> Cancun. So, now, um, at the Cobra base... Uh, Duke shows up with the Baroness and Storm Shadow, and um, and they fuck. This is a three-way, three-way bang <laughs> session, right there, right in it, right in the Arctic, 
like, right in the ice. Yeah, in front of two vipers. No and fear, all of the no nanobots. remorse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so being gay in a three-way mm-hmm. <laughs> with a honey in the middle, there's some leeway. So they need somebody to hold the camera. Yeah, um, you see the Sky Raven, and you're like, "Oh shit, that kind of looks like the Sky Raven." That's the first thing that looks like an actual GI Joe vehicle, except the Sky Raven, you know, looked like the SR seventy one, and this thing looks like a turd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Duke makes this half-hearted attempt to escape with the case, and uh, St- Storm Shadow thwarts this by throwing his fidget spinner at him. <laughs> and then, like, the rest of the Vipers just beat Duke's ass. And all of these people are like, why would you even try that? That's so dumb. Dumbass. None of them American. check what he did with the case. No. Um, luckily, this... Not. This tracker technology, the transmitter on this that can transmit through a mile of Earth can also transmit through the polar ice caps through and all that water. <laughs> so, like, I guess turnabout's fair play. Um, it's, it's using public satellites. It's using Starlink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. So, like, again, he wanted to make sure this was technology he believed mm-hmm. we'd have within the next 10 to 20 years. And yet... I can't even get my fucking cell phone to work in my apartment. So they take this elevator down to the submer- to the underwater base. Because under your apartment is a mile underground. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. And then the pit. <laughs> Baroness comes out of the elevator and smooches McCullen. And Duke's like, I'm going to fucking headbutt you. And then <laughs> the sounds of the Vipers whooping Duke's ass triggers flashbacks in the Baroness. To remembering happy times with Duke. <laughs> yep. She's uh, she's got a couple of things wrong with yeah. her. And then it's just like, robot fish. <laughs> yeah. Robo tuna. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. Ill-mannered we'll just, robo we'll just turn tuna. to that. Also, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because this is generally my thought at the time. The only thing I could make sense with the, the flashback scene is sh- the sound of his grunting reminded her of them having sex. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing that makes any That's sense. The trigger. Yeah. You know, you're just getting those cheeks, cheeks clapped, you know? So, yeah, the the robot fish, it's just sneaking Bro. along with its glow spines and everything in a school of other normal fish. And they're I like, a normal fish. Oh, there's Cobra's big base. Oh, there's three missile launch tubes. Um, so Hawk's like, let's get this big ass sub and we'll send all the GI Joes there. Cause that's not going to be a problem mm-hmm. later being a giant fucking target. Mm-hmm. So that's a twap. The, um, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the nanite warheads, the three remaining ones are loaded on three hypersonic missiles and they're launched at, um, at Beijing, Washington and, uh, Moscow. Mm-hmm. While the G.I. Joes now arrive on some, like, jet ski vehicles um, that I don't think those were actual G.I. Joe vehicles, but I think they had something like that. I would have liked if they had the fucking, the the stupid G.I. Joe vehicle that uh, had missiles on skis. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing, that but I wanted, work I wanted my ski missiles. I think... Skizzles. I could be wrong, but I think this is supposed to be that thing. If well, I no, that was a big right. tracked vehicle with uh, it had a big missile launcher on the top, and it. Well, 
Okay, I could be getting con- a couple confused, but I know there was a, a snow-based vehicle that had, like, two pods for the drivers that mm. came off to become things very much like what they had here. That's, um, that I think is a Cobra one. Was that Cobra? Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look Again, yeah, I haven't, yeah. <laughs> not way. things I haven't thought about yeah. in, like, 20 years, so. So, um, at this point now, uh, Duke has been handed over to the doctor, and the doctor's like, Mars Industries... The one that makes these weapons, the, the nanite warhead, supplies 70% of the world's weapons. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it does The United States does that. Like, uh, so no, but no, no one supplies 70% of the world's weapons. Also, I really wanted Duke to just go, Mars makes candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fut- futurism-wise. 70% mm-hmm. of the world's candy bars? <laughs> yeah. Futurism-wise. Mexico. They do talk about mm-hmm. this in, like... Blade Runner and the Alien franchise, like if that does even start becoming reality, yeah. that is a very bad sign yeah. for humanity. So, so look forward to that in the next ten years. Or I mean, that is that is entirely possible in the next ten years. So, um, the missiles get launched, and the, the Joes Maybe are standing there looking at the missiles taking off through the ice, and they're Snake Eyes is like, "Oh, we have these little sled things that have missiles on them." Just shoot one down with that. That totally works. Yeah. And I'm that, thinking, that why little, didn't you shoot all of them? That down? little <laughs> short-range, like, stinger missile or whatever catches up to a fucking ICBM launching straight up. Well, I mean, it hasn't it reached ter- terminal speed yet, but... Yeah, but <laughs> it's going pretty damn fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> all right. They shoot one down, so the Beijing one's taken care of, but we still got to find a way to take care of the other two. Mm-hmm. Um... Meanwhile, now the doctor's talking the good shit to Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh, no, 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 actually, before that happens, Ripcord's like, oh, I'll get into this, the Sky Raven, and take off. I could fly anything. Scarlet's mm. like, well, I'll give you a, a kiss for good luck or whatever. And uh, he flies off. So I'm like, okay, I guess that, uh, that is a G.I. Joe solution to this problem. Um, Except, hmm? how? How? Oh, well, we'll get to the part where you fire the weapon. That's different. Um, so now now it goes back to the lab where the doctor is uh, fucking around with Duke here. He's like, I'm going to stick you with all these needles. Um, Acupuncture. Yeah, time. turns out I'm Rex because that's even stupider than the story reason we provided before. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes off his Keanu Reeves hair. And he's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, and you're... Crispy. Crispy Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and you're like, God damn it. Um, yeah, he also has that, like, Bane style, like, mm-hmm. I can take this off, but it's very painful. And Baroness, she's not just an evil lady. She's not someone that turned evil because she lost her brother. We lobotomize her and nanited her and all that, you know. Also, again, for those not paying attention at home, her brother, after... Quote unquote mm. dying, mm. somehow came back, found her really upset, chloroformed her. Yeah. Instead of saying, Hey, here I am, I'm alive, I'm horribly scarred and disfigured, yeah. but yeah. I'm here for you. And no, stop being depressed. her. Yeah. No. Kidnapped her. is not an overstatement. That actually yeah. is the one. one Brainwashed her, pimped her out to at least the Baron, possibly more mm-hmm. for X. The Baron and time. McCullough. Cobra yeah. Commander, CC. So, Chris Chan? So what, what? What um turns out I guess what happened was 
uh, Rex and Dr. Mindbender were sealed in a bunker together before that airstrike. And whatever Dr. Mindbender that what was going to show him was so wonderful that he's like, that's it. I'm pimping out my sister. Or terrible. Yeah. Dr. Genderbit. Well, it, he, he loved his sister when she yeah. was happy. <laughs> when she was unhappy, fuck it. It's yeah. over. She's already dead. Just use whatever's left, left of her. I don't ask a lot, but I ask when Dr. the actual Dr. Mindbender is revealed, can he please be bald and have a curly mustache? Can he please look like John when he first lost all his hair? <laughs> like, you know, it's it's just a simple thing. And the movie's like, nope, no, you don't get any of that. He's um, his, like, dessert. I thought he was a victim. Yeah. Or, like, a like, captive or something. Oh, yeah, he's just so... But also, it's not even just, like, he doesn't look like the, the character we know from the cartoon or anything. It's, he doesn't look anything like any kind of yeah. character. He's just a dude. He's got this he's, weird He's like a homeless voice. guy. Like, yeah. I'll show you some wonderful things. That's <laughs> Baxter Stay Stockman. the fuck away yeah. from me. Yeah. yeah. Looks like Baxter Stockman on the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> he oh looks like, yes, uh, what is it, Brett Garrett's character from Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. He looks like a pedophile. He looks <laughs> like, so he's yeah. and other like a pedophile. Like and, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, and all like of those Kevin G. O'Connor. An older version and a very Valium-laced version of Carrot Top. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kind of sick fucks here at the 4AM podcast, but I mean... We are totally wholesome. It seemed... As though the way that scene looked where he's like, I have wonderful things to show you. He could only imply his dick. <laughs> like, that's the conclusion you immediately jump to. Like it's, it's. Well, see, should have been played this whole time, Joe. Mm-hmm. Nanotechnology was a synonym oh, for that's his right. dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can make you a vagina. Yes. <laughs> see, I was thinking more, um. Oh, fuck. What's that movie? Uh, damn it. Now I can't remember. The, not Reanimator, the other... Clerks? No. What? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just start naming movies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> no, I was thinking the, the movie was... The uh, Notebook. Jeffrey Combs, where like he takes a bunch of drugs and it oh, causes... Oh, yeah. Doctor thing. something, right? No. From Beyond. From Beyond. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so that's what I figured was going to happen. Either way, the point is it's some weird rapey shit that you don't want a part of. <laughs> I, I'm like, movie, I'm so mad at you. Please show me something halfway competent. They're like, okay, check it out. Floor, laser traps, anything larger than a quarter like, no, but will get why. destroyed. Snake Eyes is like, well, he doesn't say anything, but he's like, I got this. I'll walk on the little points of my fingers across the floor. Because mm-hmm. apparently the floor only measures... Like circumference, like it doesn't mm-hmm. weight doesn't matter or anything. It doesn't matter how much weight yeah. you put on, yeah, mm-hmm. as long as it's within that size. So then Breaker's like, "All right, I'll tell you how to hack the door." And Snake Eyes stabs it with a knife, and that opens the door. And I'm like, "Thanks, movie. Thanks for making this even worse." It's like, "Don't worry, you want to see an undersea fighter battle?" Like, no, I don't. It's like too bad. Launch the sharks. Oh, and then like Cobra underwater base is like launch the stingrays. And um, neither of those look like the the G.I. Joe shark or the Cobra Stingray. But regardless, like, they're having fighter plane battles underwater. 
yep. with like machine guns and whatnot. And yep. I'm like, okay, sure. And fiery well, explosions. Let, let's Star Wars this, I guess. There's a giant pulse cannon. It shoots the sub. Mm-hmm. Or reboot the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and more of the things having World War II style fighter dog fights that shouldn't be having World well, War II yeah. style sure fighter dog fights. They just took fights. the assets from what was it, Captain Tomorrow and mm. yeah, Sky another, Captain Land Tomorrow or yeah. Pirates. Um, they took the the assets from Captain Power. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, uh, no, even that would have been better. Yeah. All right, the pulse cannon disabled. And again, it's still the wrong fucking 80s <laughs> toy property, you sons of bitch. The, um, the, this big pulse cannon at the Cobra base disables the G.I. Joe submarine. So I guess torpedoes aren't cool enough. Why it took them that um, long to use that in the first place? I don't know. So now the G.I. Joes, uh, the ones that are in the base besides Duke, take control of the, uh, the control room for this base. A man in this control room is holding a pistol, pointing it at the ground with, like, perfect gun safety as far as, like, you know, I don't want to accidentally shoot someone with this, while he screams at the top of his lungs and runs right at Snake Eyes so he can get katanaed. I'm like, all right, I I guess. Uh, Snake Eyes is being sent off to disable the pulse cannon. Um, Scarlet... And uh, and uh, Breaker here are um, trying to disable the warheads. They're, the missiles that are flying to Moscow and Washington. Um, Ripcord is flying in a hypersonic jet after the hypersonic missiles. Uh, and oh, uh, Heavy Duty's having a fighter battle underwater. And Duke is having a showdown with McCullen and uh, Rex. All None of these scenes are cool. Everything happening here sucks. McCullen, Rex, and um, Zombie Chick. Oh, yeah. So Baroness and, came in. What's that? And the president is being ushered into Correct. a bunker. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Which the president is played by Jonathan Price, mm-hmm. <laughs> a British man making no attempt to hide no. he's British. <laughs> Somehow the president of the United States. Also a bad sign for the fate of humanity. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Those prints are going to take us back. <laughs> Just to, to wrap that whole plot line up, the president goes in the bunker. One Secret Service dude kills all the other Secret Service dudes, and they reveal like it's a big deal that Zartan has made himself look like the president. I, I admittedly did not see that coming. But oh, wow. I'm slow it, in a lot yeah. of cases. so thought it would be Mystique. Mm. I did. So, <laughs> since this is the same fucking thing that they did in that uh, X-Men movie. Um... Meanwhile, now, Duke, uh, he was going to get stabbed by all these needles by Rex and turned into one of the Vipers. But Baroness, the sound of him getting his ass whooped, (laughs) triggered her. She shakes off her programming, kicks Rex, and, like, frees Duke, makes out with him a little bit. Rex is like, yo, I have the button that makes you die right here. (laughs) Turns Essentially just turns her off, just Mm -hmm. hits a button. She's she's unconscious. Um, McCullen runs in. It's like, what? Uh, how did she shake her programming? That's not supposed to happen. And Rex is like, I don't know. That's not supposed to happen. And Duke's like, oh, I grabbed her fucking dubstep pistol. And so they're having this, like, standoff. And McCullen's like, I'll break the standoff by shooting you with a flamethrower. Like a <laughs> surgical operating flamethrower, I guess. Sure. And Duke shoots the dubstep gun that pushes the fire back into McCullen's face, severely burning him. Because, um, sure. In like the past 
looking scene imaginable <laughs> that didn't cause like, the entire room to erupt with laughter. If it's some kind of a kinetic energy, like no. pulse wave thing, it's not. I could see it sort of being argued I, for pushing the fire back, but it would also create a vacuum behind you and then you'd suffocate. <laughs> yeah, I assume because of the dubstep sound effect that it's a sonic weapon. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, Sonic is... It's, it's, it's a, it's a go way fast, of going yeah. through the air. So it I was... I did my Christian joke. Yeah, it was so powerful that it knocked the controls to kill Baroness out of Rex's hand. And Rex is like, fuck it. I'll take McCall and I'm just going to go. By this point, the bad guy layer bitch. is like, aren't I supposed to like explode at some point? The editor's like, yeah, just start that now. <laughs> so it starts blowing up for like no reason. Explode the ice pack. That hasn't happened yet, though. Because... Like, <laughs> Um, all right, so now Duke turns uh, Baroness back on. Uh, they go to get to their yeah, their sub yeah. and, um, you know, escape. Uh, Rex and McCullen escape on their sub. And um, Snake Eyes reaches the pulse cannon. And, um, you know, he's starting to, like, like, he kills the people in charge of that to shut it down. Um, and then we cut to back on the Sky Raven. A ripcord over here. He's got to shoot down the uh, hypersonic missile, um, but there's no fire controls anywhere in the plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just for no no what? reason, none of like for no reason the fire controls are sound activated, and because McCullen Scottish. <laughs> You have to fuck a sheep to make anything work. Yeah. You have to say the Celtic so, word for fire. He's like, don't First worry. Uh, what? The language is not yeah. called <laughs> Celtic. Yep. Yep. It's Gaelic. Scots Gaelic. Uh, again, we we know how to Google, but we're not spending more than five minutes yeah. to do it. You know what I'm saying? But like, he's like, I, I'm, you know, I'm an expert at aviation or whatever. I'm a, a great pilot, so I can fly anything. So he gets in this jet, it's unknown experimental jet. Mm-hmm. He apparently it has controls he can use to f- take off and fly with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fine. Mm-hmm. All the weapons, however, voice activated. No reason for no reason. Now I don't know. I'm trying to comprehend why the writer thought this was Mm. anything that needed to be in the film. Like, like, did anyone think this was cool? Targeting with weapons, I would argue, engineering-wise, is a harder problem to solve with automation than flying. Well, and so voice if you're going to voice activate something, yes. mechanism. If you're going to voice activate something, you'd voice activate the flying part, not mm. the targeting part. Also, the, you've got a face mask on when you're in high altitude yep. aircraft, or you die. Also, Whoa. why voice activate if you can do dubstep guns? Have brain computer interfaces. Also, nanotechnology can do that. Like multiple, yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't yeah. make sense from a technical standpoint. It doesn't make sense from a narrative standpoint. No. Well, the narrative it, standpoint, that part I can kind of explain, which is we need to, you know, the romance we started, we need to have a moment where they work together as a good team. And then he needs can to, fly. She's smart enough to figure this shit out. Yeah. And that much more of a reason for it to okay. be right to the last second before they, they figure they out. They identified yeah. those narrative devices. They in no way fulfilled Execute that goal. <laughs> <laughs> 
in any like in any means of a success. And to this day, we still do that shit. So, yep. you know. So, all right. Now, um, so he shoots down the one heading for Moscow. These are hypersonic weapons. They're Mach 5. Like, that's fast. Slow. Like, for, for well, for today's missiles, 5, I think, is five's slow. the borderline for hypersonic. Yeah. Either way, though, you're if you went to Moscow to shoot that one down, you're not going to Washington no. and getting the other one. No. Like. It, it, it's just, it's hitting, like, it's it's a matter of minutes from when it's fired to when it's hitting. The only thing that I can think of is that because G.I. Joe seems to be mostly Western-oriented, uh, they wouldn't let Moscow know what was going on, but D.C. would and would potentially have their Iron Dome kind of deal going on to shoot down theirs. Nope, they got ripcord. Well, Marlon no, Wayans yeah. is, their, yeah. is yeah. their missile defense. Yeah. So... <sighs> He, the way he does this, I do not understand. I hate the way you do. So I don't know if you have anything for the Moscow part, but like he, he gets to Washington. Yep. Mm. He's like, you know, whatever. I got this. I, f- for whatever reason, I, I'm waiting till I'm like up its ass. He shoots it. <clears throat> gets he on the jet. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Um, he needs to eject out of the jet. Oh, you're talking about the nanites getting yeah. on the jet? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The nanites. The, the uh, he blows up the the, the missile. Yep. Nanites get all over the jet. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. It's not going to hit the White House anymore. Mm-hmm. I might. Uh, so I'm going to pull up at the last minute and then just fly into space. Space kills nanites. Yeah. Space yeah. kills everything. Was that actually the thing I missed in this, or are you just saying yeah, that's you, what the writer said? Hey, you, I mean, that's I mean, basically the same as like Iron Man. It's like the, yeah. You the, know, freeze a cold. It's yeah. Robots get some cold. Tony, the writer doesn't know that ice floats. Like, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm playing my cards early here, yeah. but like space I mean, kills nanites. No, yeah, I'm, I'm piecing it together <laughs> now. Yeah, now it's nanites. Nanites are our uh, computer uh, program. Yeah. Computer programs get viruses. You get viruses from colds. Go up in cold, space. Space is cold. cold. Got it. Now, <laughs> got it. I will actually say, no, tactically, this makes sense. Stop. Because you don't want gray goo on the planet. You do want gray goo is the. Yeah. 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 yeah you we do know, want we it. We know what you can't call contact it. anything else. Yeah. So space is really not a terrible idea to launch yeah, but, those things. You're going to want to deal with that at some point. And as long as mm-hmm. you get it into a low Earth orbit, that's kind of on pause as but far as still, your problems are concerned. No matter how you slice this, why did he go there? Like, you want to aim it towards space, hit, you know, put a rock on the gas and mm-hmm. then bounce. I get you. But, like... He wanted to make sure it was delivered. Yeah. I mean, also, like, if it re-enters the atmosphere, yeah. it's destroyed anyway. So. Well, yeah, there. Yeah. So, either way, though... <laughs> Marlon Wayans doesn't get destroyed when he re-enters the atmosphere. No. We get the stupid thing where it's like he ejects and they're like, is he alive? With, with, a, yeah. with a Scott's Gallic word. Yeah. Well, of course he has to say that. <laughs> he can't just pull the fucking handle. So, he gods. So he, well, yeah. The keys, are, uh, just, it's right in there. Just start that sucker up and fly anytime you yeah. want. But so, you can't get out unless you know the Gallic word from... Mm-hmm. Fucking eat my ass or whatever. Yeah. What if one of those this. polar bears or something steals that guy's plane? Mm-hmm. This is how or he is coke. It. Or his so coke. So anyway, he he ejects. They're like, "Did he die?" And he's like, "I told you not to yell at me." And you're like, "I don't care." <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're, we're done with Rickford. Shut up. <laughs> We've only just begun with Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, though. They're like, 
Oh, so remember how we had a halfway decent fight before? Let's fuck that up. <laughs> they start having a sword fight. You know, they're swinging katanas at each other. They're fighting around the, the pulse beam controls. They're like, let's Star Wars this up a little bit. We'll fight around some big sci-fi thing. They're also doing then, a martial arts fight in the stupid, like, we're doing this to 4-4 four, four time, where every oh, yeah. move we pause and then, like, you know, mm -hmm. clamor shot. So, glamour shot, Snake Eyes can't beat Storm Shadow in sword, so he, he uses the Tanfa he used to beat him as a kid. But the Tanfa have points, so they're he can spike them. So, yeah, he can yeah. stab Storm Shadow with him. So, Storm Shadow's like, You stabbed me, I'll stop and take my shirt off. Right. Snake Eyes is like, Proceed, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> then, Storm Shadow is like, Let's make this even stupider. <laughs> Take, take both my, my katana together yeah. to become a double katana sword. Because Ray Park. Mm -hmm. A Dabana. A Dabana. Oh my yeah. god, is that really what they just did? John, John okay. you're the closest one to a, to a warrior amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought that, uh, you know what I'm I surprised. need right now? I need two katana that snap together. Stuck end to end. End to uh, end. That's the perfect yeah. weapon. No. No. I am surprised you were able to say that so clearly with his dick deep into your mouth. What the hell? What? 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 I'm saying he's sucking Joe John off. puts it in my ass. Oh. <laughs> oh, he likes right. to hear me talk. <laughs> yeah, Joe, he likes to say... And squeal. Joe, squeal. tell me yeah. a story. Yeah, no, I, I I, talk through the whole thing. That's how I <laughs> pretend it's not happening. It's like, well, <laughs> Jesus. John's rolling dice on your back. Yeah, he starts going over, like, character plot points. and I mean, that's metaphorically how game goes anyway. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm going to expend experience. <laughs> I'm going to roll your dice. Anyway, um... All right, so you're like, okay, Storm Shadow, so you're, you're basically just committing suicide now. Yeah. And that's what happens. Like, surprise, surprise, double katana sword thing doesn't work. <laughs> and he gets stabbed a lot and falls into the water. So you're like, all right, I'll see you in the sequel because there's no way. <laughs> even though you clearly just died and the shock of that water will kill his, you. His, there's no way that kills his, you. It's very much Darth Maul. Yeah. Falling mm -hmm. down the shaft mm -hmm. in episode one. It's like, oh, dear. Like what John says. On the one side, the cold will stop you from bleeding out. On the other side, you'll be a popsicle, so you won't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah but all, he's he's going to Captain America this shit. Don't all worry. All the Cobra people are gone at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's fishing him out of the water? Polar bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who? Robot fish. Yes. The, the, robot the cobra fish. robot fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah cobra yeah, has a robot fish. Or down there. Okay. Possibly robot squid or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. So, anyway, so now um, they should have the, the G.I. Joes that are still in the base are evacuating. But there's a there's a sub chase going on where Duke and uh, and Baroness, she's back to being Anna now, are chasing Rex and uh, fucking um, uh, McCullen here, and there there's some other co they're they're both in Cobra um, Stingrays, and there's another like couple Stingrays chasing uh, Duke's vehicle, and this is a perfect GI Joe moment because they're like, uh, I've got something called a LAW. A laser artillery weapon, and GI Joe love their acronyms. And this thing is not a laser artillery weapon at all. Uh, it's a fucking like laser grid beam thing that you fly through and blow up. And I'm like, nope, that's exactly that checks out. That's how GI Joe episodes went. <laughs> um, and lasers, but it only worked for the one. For the one, yeah. And once it killed one, then the lasers turned <laughs> off. Yeah, the other two just 
shot yeah. right through. Um, they're like, uh, Baroness is like, don't worry, I'll rip off Star Wars some more. I got my cool swivel chair gun turret thing. I'll shoot some TIE fighters down. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I want her to just, like, just scream randomly like Chewbacca. <laughs> so, uh, Destro, not Destro yet, um, Rex and McCullen fly through this big stupid door <laughs> that stops Duke and, you know, the other things chasing them. And so they kind of get away for a sec. So now they get on this other Cobra sub and <laughs> this movie's like, let's just, let's just put a turd on this shit some way, Sunday, like a little, <laughs> like a, like a corn filled cherry on top. And, um, are you crying? Yeah. Have you had enough? So well, here's more. Yeah. He, Rex injects McCullen with some nanites that give him a metal face so he could be like Destro, like his so ancestors. So he could look like Henry Cavill in the Justice League. Yeah. Like. The man on the iron mask. Sure. Like he just made nanites to do that for this specific occasion. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm in charge now. You call me commander. And he puts on. This fucking, like, insult of a mask. <laughs> Cobra Commander, like, he's cosplayed all the time because it's not fucking hard. It's just like a like a transparent, reflective, like, pantyhose, mm-hmm. egg-looking face shield and a salad helm. That's his mask. Yep. Easy. Yep. Or you could do the fucking, like, curtain drapey thing that he wore that was just yep. like... Yeah. Like, he was essentially wearing a lampshade with two eye holes, <laughs> yeah. which admittedly would probably look too much like a clan's mask. So he probably shouldn't have, but they could have done it. No, well, at the time, that yeah. was kind of the point. Well, okay, but. but here's the thing. So it looks nothing like Cobra Commander. At all. No, nothing in this movie looks like G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. So when he puts on this mask that doesn't look like Cobra Commander, and he says, you can call me Commander. Yep. Boy, what effect is that supposed to have on an audience that's like... Yeah. There is nothing for me to connect well, this to. That is the what funny thing. Commander. He's yeah. Commander Rex? He's Commander, <laughs> He's Commander Rex. Like, they don't oh, call fuck. him Cobra anything throughout this entire no. movie. Well, that's that's coming in the sequel. So he's just Commander Rex. He's, He's just a Star Wars now. Yeah. Again, that is... You can tell this was someone, like, furiously typing Captain away... Rex. The, the, like, uh, <laughs> you can call me Commander, and that's when the audience is going to piece out together what I did, that he's not Dr. Mindbender, that he's Cobra Commander, and they're all going to get up and cheer. And, like, meanwhile, the actual audience that saw it were probably like, what? You are right that on the line is, of understanding. Yeah. Ew. I was so, like, that's movie. Cobra yeah, Commander? Because that, so, he's wearing, like, one of those big face guards that some people wear now because of the pandemic and like a swimmer's cap right but my thing is like if you don't know what gi joe is and you just go to this because it's a movie and he puts on the mask and says call me commander yes know what the hell the point of that is like he 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 says something about alluding to like Cobra Rising or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he's just like immediately captured, like yeah. the GI Joe sub and like a whole bunch of other sharks <laughs> the movie are right just there, ends. The and they're like, we got gotcha. you. Like, and he's yeah, like, this actually like it's arguably a step better than Unbreakable mm-hmm. in this respect at least because yeah. it reminded me of that where he's just like, that's right, you are a superhero, but I'm the villain. <laughs> Uh, and then it just cuts to text saying like he got arrested and everybody just yeah. went home. <laughs> like what? what? We just Mo, got what? tap back for a second. Yeah. I just realized because uh, I was like that mask looks like something. You mm. know what it looks like? What? Shrink wrap. Yeah. 
That's if he was if he was the model and it just got yep. pressed against so, his somebody oh, yeah, yeah it's a vacuum form mm-hmm. mask. he's got like a 3m like respirator mask without the filter cartridges and then they wrapped plastic wrap around mm-hmm. that that's his that's I his think commander mask duct tape like an led light in there too mm-hmm. they, yeah right. they were trying to do something with it but i don't know what or why so the rise of cobra lasted for about about 30 seconds yeah. about as long mm-hmm. as they walked from the conference room to the bridge and then got <laughs> captured um, in really high tech cages. Yeah, now they're in like, laser prison, and they look, <laughs> and they look like they're in the middle of a gigantic ass submarine mm-hmm. that's just been hollowed out for nothing but these two cells. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Anna just seems to be going to regular prison, um, and they're like, ah, yeah, I mean, it was the nanites, I guess. So you know. There's no precedent for this yeah. in court. You're, so. in, you're in prison, but you're in like G.I. Joe prison. And at least it's on the fucking flag and the flag looks like the flag. So I was happy about that. Like I wanted the flag so bad when I was a kid is, but that's, it was the most impractical toy in the world. It was like the size of this table. Just a, it was like an actual aircraft carrier. It had like a, like a CB radio kind of loudspeaker thing that huh. you could yell into. And uh, it was so cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you got to see the flag for a few seconds. I was at least happy about that. And then, like, um, he's like, later, you know, I know you're in prison, but I got to go walk in slow motion with the rest of the guys. Um, oh, for God's And then Hawk's like, don't worry, you know, you guys are part of the team now. And Ripcord's like, are you cool with this, Scarlet? And Scarlet's like, I don't know, I'm emotional or something like that. And then they get into this quiver, quiver, awful fake VTOL and fly off. Uh, we find out Zartan's president, and then we have to listen to the Black Eyed Peas in the credits. That's who that was? Yeah. yeah. That song it, fucking sucks. Yeah. Holy crap. I hate, And I yeah. like dubstep. That made me mad. Yeah, all, all of the songs in this movie oh. sucked. And that's it. That's, that's G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Fuck. Now, now. I got I've been pissed. teasing this the whole time. Um, oh, here we go. And okay. it's going to go over about Good as well as the reveal of oh, Cobra go, go, Commander. Go, go, go over that while, while Joe's peeing Joe's, so that he doesn't... Uh, Joe's what? trying to avoid yeah. your explanation. <laughs> Wait, what What are we doing now? I don't know. I, so you had things that you were going to go over, didn't you? No. Oh, I misheard you. I thought you said that you, no, this you were going to go over something. No, this is the part where you started saying no. something, and yes. now... You said you were going to give your explanations. Yes. So, I said it was going to go over about as well as the reveal of Cobra Commander. Oh, okay. But I thought anyway. you were saying I was going to go over something. Okay. So, all right. Imagine that you have a really, really, really smart, enthusiastic, imaginative, creative five-year-old. And you've just introduced them to G.I. Joe toys. And you're like, tell me what's happening. Give me the plot that you've come up with. If you watch this movie thinking as if you're actually watching a kid play with the toys, it all makes sense. (laughs) This is the... uh, But, yeah, this is the bigger... Grand theory, yeah. But yeah. see, I've had that thought while watching this mm-hmm. and while watching Transformers mm-hmm. and while watching certain Ninja Turtle movies. Mm-hmm. And I still come to the same conclusion of that shit and I don't care. I didn't say it I was good. 
I just said this was the explanation. I, I get that's yeah, okay, fine. But like yeah. the problem is this is, wasn't written by a five yeah. year old. It's written by someone wasn't directed by a five year old. Yeah, it's probably five year olds don't have what was the budget again? Hundred and seventy five million dollars. Yep. And I don't even want to guess at how much that guy well, brought home. Let me home. give you the TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> he said his big theory is that do. this was written by five-year-olds. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's about they, what I expected. Yeah. If you watch this movie as if you're watching a kid play with toys. <sighs> yeah. No, I mean that's what this is. Yeah, that's ultimately what got me through the movie. Is I really, I'm like, this is this is what GI Joe was. It's G, this is a GI Joe episode. Yeah, that yeah. that was. Everybody in the room was getting, not getting mad, but <laughs> expressing their dismay with the movie. Uh-huh. I'm just like, I'm like, it's a movie based on a cartoon that made no sense to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I'm not upset by anything that's going but on. But there weren't here. any toys even really to tie in with this. But see, and here's the other problem with that. This be. is very much like you were saying, like, you know, an episode of the cartoon and everything. Except this isn't the 80s anymore. I'm not like five years old anymore. And it's two hours Neither long. was the director yeah, and, it's two and the writer. Hours long. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. And I, the animation is worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking step it up, guys. If you're going to, you know, do something with this property, do something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and gra- yeah, graciously, the movie just ends and there's no after credit scene. And it's a whole There wasn't even of, a yeah. fucking PSA. <clears throat> We no, that yeah, been there was. Yeah. <laughs> it, was this, it was movie. the cast list and the special thanks. We at least gotten like some kids like going to like skateboard and like, you know, one of them like fucks up or something and like roadblock walks out and gives them life advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do meth, kids. Or what's the, <laughs> one, what's the, the one with like the kids on, the kid lights himself on fire at, at the campsite and uh. <laughs> The, the Indian guy, uh, Eagle or something, he, sh- he shows up and just like rolls him in a blanket. And when, like, when the kid's finally out, he's like, you didn't take anything out of our tent, did you? She Oh, give him the fucking stick. Smoking Don't there. give him the stick. Oh. <laughs> Smokey the Bear comes out and gives him the old revenant. Honestly, I am going to recommend that you just go on YouTube and watch the GIG yes. PSAs. Oh, absolutely. They're fantastic. Stop all the downloads. <clears throat> I'm a computer. So, that was GIG Rise of Cobra. I guess I'm asking. Who's asking? Tony, go, please. <laughs> So yeah, on RottenTomatoes.com. That's my bedtime. Craig's gave this a oh shit a score of thirty three percent. Audience gave this a score of fifty percent. Why? That's about what I expect. I that's actually lower than I thought, but I'm guessing that's like more current. Like it's been mm-hmm. updated. Mm-hmm. Only half of the audience could legally sign their own name. <laughs> Uh, so Rob, while you're talking, why don't you tell us? It's bad. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, John, whoever the fuck you are, uh, Jesus, sometimes snake guy, snake um, guy. I uh, I definitely don't recommend it, but I didn't hate it. I was I was mildly entertained. It's like mm. bad even for an asylum movie. Mm, uh, Brick, if you are five. 
or the parent of a five-year-old that wants to show this movie to nope, a five-year-old. No, you're not, and you won't. All right, no. so... Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, don't watch away. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, rated PG, right? It's not for five-year-olds. Yeah, no, like... <laughs> There's PG thirteen. They were they were throwing yeah. some shits around they and shooting a bunch there was, of yeah. Know. There was some blood. A man was decapitated by a hand grenade. Yeah, there's, there's a few good elements. Freaking uh, like stair stepper thing. <laughs> there's a few good elements. Uh, some decent. I want that in the parental guidance like warnings. <laughs> it's probably there. Jiggling on a stair stepping thing. <laughs> check out parental guidance sometime. It's probably yeah. there. Shake um, weight. The, there are a few good elements occasionally and some decent casting. But again, yeah, it's like it's another one like kind of like with the Transformers and everything. Like we, we you know, we Googled the names of things and like certain catchphrases to put in the movie. Other than that, we couldn't give a shit about the property. So if you're a G.I. Joe fan, you're probably not going to like it. If you're a new fan coming to it, you're probably not going to like it. It's just it's just not very good. It's just not very good. It's not. It's not anger, uh, you know, it's not something, like, terrible that's going to anger me, but it, it's just incredibly stupid and, like, a waste of time. So, not recommend. Uh, and then to our uh, military expert. Mm, yes. Tell us Joe how accurate Commander. Yeah, so I went through, I went through a lot with this movie. First, I was extremely mad. <laughs> so I was afraid. You had a Jacob. Well, then, all the yeah. stages of grief. I, I literally, at one point, I just tapped out and, like, self-preservation took over and I just <laughs> closed the fucking thing down. Um, you know, viewing it again, you know, viewing the part I uh, missed, I pretty quickly came to the realization, like John to say, I'm like, this is a G.I. Joe episode. This is what the show was. Um, and, like, the only thing the G.I. Joe show was good for was selling some toys uh, with that you know, I played with and I had all kinds of fun adventures, you know, with my G.I. Joe toys that I, you know, remember. And I enjoyed that. But like, did your plots make more sense? Uh, I don't remember what my plots were, but probably <laughs> more than this. At, uh, at least people actually got shot with the weapons and vehicles got yes. hit with the weapons in this, whereas in the, the cartoon mm. show... No, Nobody ever got, ever got hit. Well, every vehicle would would blow up though, but not because yeah. it got hit by a missile or something. It no, would, like it, drive into a ditch. No, vehicles. If they did, they would just show the guy bailed out. Mm. Oh yeah, no the matter vehicles what, vehicles would like, get hit by missiles and yeah. gunfire. Oh right, yeah, but then they like yeah, not the people yeah. come down with yeah. the parachute. A lot of the vehicles would get hit probably because the guy bailed out like a minute before the <laughs> missile hit. But anyway, um, so bottom line, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. It's actually, like Tony said, it's somehow not at all related to the source material and 100% accurate to the source material at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so it's it's bad. G.I. Joe was bad. It was a cool toy line that I loved, but it, you know, it wasn't a good show. This isn't a good movie. So I'm like, how can this movie be good? You know, what could I have done differently that would have made this better? Mm. Nothing. Like, this, <laughs> this couldn't have been a good movie. Um, I would disagree with that. Mm, mm. Like, like it, to be true to GI Joe, it can't be a good movie. We don't need to be that true. Like, Maybe to the comic book. Give but... me Jarhead and call the main character Duke. Like, that's all I need. I no, just, it's you know, it doesn't need to be that complicated. But like, where, where I'm getting at is, it's one of the many, many '80s franchises that needs to stay where it is, and we don't need to go well, back to it. That's... We can make toys out of it again. That's mm-hmm. fine. You know, you could have your own little adventures in your head, but I don't want another movie 
a movie, show, whatever. And I, I, I just, I want, this could have been something original. This, this money could have been spent on someone Healthcare. who has a new idea. <laughs> I'm not even talking like for society's greater good. I'm talking about just in this, the scope of art. Like, so it, what you're trying to say is you're really excited for the new Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Of course, universe. <laughs> I want that Connect Four movie so bad. I'll I'll argue that a, a new show could be done and could be done well. I don't know. And that like a movie could have too, but or still even could. I'm gonna let's continue. They're not gonna disagree with that. But um, yeah. Bottom line, like, just stop. This is, what, this is what I'm getting at. Like, just stop. Like, I, I, this was a movie that I just absolutely did not want to watch. And when I saw the trailer, I saw the, the trailer in movie theater, and I'm like, I don't want that to exist. And I never want to see this. And it's been one of my low points with this podcast, having to watch it. Um, I knew this would be bad. I didn't think it would be that bad. Yeah, the other night and when you had to watch it, things. you were yep. like, you, you were... Well, I was just in a bad mood yesterday. You in were general, in a bad but... mood, but this did not help. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to throw this in, uh, so IMDb's parental guides, sex and nudity. We have uh, Ripcord says that he's sexy. What? Gotta mention that. Uh, several brief kissing mm. throughout the movie. A oh woman, no! A woman wears tight leather uh, in several scenes, mm. and yes. A woman wears a push-up bra in a few scenes. Large amounts of cleavage is shown. That. Oh. Thank you for letting me know. I yeah. hate the Puritan rating board. Mm. I hate it. Oh, I hate it something, so much. something. I know. Don't worry, everybody. I'll cut him out in posts. <laughs> let's let's roll a different right. movie. Oh wait, so, are, does anyone have a different recommendation than the GI Joe PSAs? Go outside and play with some toys. I kind of want, would rather watch um, uh, Battleship instead of this. That's oh, yeah. Invalid. Yeah. Nope. Uh, all right. No. This, yeah, no. no, this versus Battleship. I'll take Battleship. This yeah. or maybe Transformers 2. Fuck, I'll take Transformers 1, not 2. But this came out the same year as Transformers 2, right? Yeah. Trans Transformers 2 is... It's, that's a, that's a whole new level of suck. <laughs> I'll take the Sienna Miller heroin way out of this. Yeah. Oh, I'll take a hundred Sienna don't Miller heroin. Don't you get Marlon Wayans either way? No, no, I don't think you get him in Transformers. No. Which one? Which one was the Wayans that played one of the, uh, the Transformers? Didn't one of them voice one of the Transformers? I don't think so. Unless one of them was Skids and, or Mudflap, but I don't think so. That's what I, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, it was all time. Somebody, I don't know. Oh, yes. I've been trying to remember where I've Sorry. heard those names from before. Are they from Jeez. In Living Color? Yes. Oh, wow. Skids yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Wayne's <laughs> brothers were there. Yes. yes. I got one, Tony. Not Marlon, but that's. Damon you know, Marlon was on In Living Color. Was he? Yeah. He, I mean, he, I don't know. I don't think he was there from the beginning, but he he showed up by the end. Uh, right. It was it was Keenan Ivory and then Damon and yeah. then Marlon. Okay. Anyway, I, I'll recommend the, the cartoon when we already did because it wasn't great, but it was anywhere all that good. But it was better than this. So that had some semi compelling scenes in it. Yeah, we're going with that. Okay, cool. What else we got, Rob? <laughs> what is next, guys? It's time to spin D20 the D20 of Fate. D20 of Fate. Uh, I've think been is forgetting the Steam yet. song, so I'm bringing it back. D20 of Fate. D20 of Fate. Don't ruin it. D20 of Fate. Wait, who's, who's rolling? D20 of Fate. D20 of Fate. 
Who rolled last time? Was it? Uh, I think it was me. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think it's I think it's a fresh cycle. I think it's Tony now. Okay. Fresh. Because <laughs> both John and Brick got a chance. There you go. We need fresh oh, Prince of Tone no. We need just a bearable movie. Like it's been it's been yeah. bad lately. I yeah. saw the list. I would just I would just yeah. Lower the Can Tony just pass? Just like don't roll. Well, yeah. Someone sponsor an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't suck. Okay. A two. That's a two. That's great. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. What is it? Is that the Tom Cruise one? It is. Okay. It's 2005's The War of the Worlds. Another fucking boring movie. Oh, God. I haven't seen this one, and I try not to donate to Scientology. So, this will give me an excuse. Donate Scientology. (laughs) I don't even know. Is that something you've gotten tricked into before? Every time you're contributing to Tom Cruise's budget, you're donating to Scientology. Am I wrong? (laughs) We're going to, um, to take Brick's little soapbox away. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and end the podcast here. Right? Yeah? Anybody? Fuck. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. right, get them all out. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening. <sighs> Adios. Bubba. Crying is half the battle. Going back to my hole in Egypt. Good <laughs> <laughs>